Blog Talk Radio. Prayers 
Um, it is going to be a tough, tough weekend coming up this weekend for everybody involved um, that that is involved with Hasbro Speedway. Um, Eddie Willis, his arrangements are made. They will be Saturday morning, and we'll get into that. We'll get into all that um, at the 9 o'clock hour. But um, just a, a quick note, there will be Saturday morning at three, um, at Ryan Mann's fam, family funeral home, 11, uh, 11280 uh, Three Rivers Road in Gulfport. Visitation will be from 9 to 11 a.m. with the service following at 11 a.m. Um, we're we're going to um, miss him dearly. And he is uh, a guy that always made me smile, always made me laugh, and um, uh, just a great individual. And you know, the good, the good die young, um, and that's a true statement there. Uh, he is truly one of the good guys that you'll ever meet in your life, and um, had a lot of um, impact in my life. So that's where we're at today. I uh, couldn't believe that he had a heart attack. We was praying, praying, praying. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm lost of words right now. It's just a, it's just a sad day for Hattiesburg Speedway. Um, sad day for, for um, Stanley Lee and his family losing his mother. Uh, just, a, just a sad couple of days for the Hattiesburg Speedway family. So, y'all, keep, keep them in your prayers. And speaking of Hattiesburg, we're going to go straight to Ron Southern. Uh, he's going to give us our report for Hattiesburg and Outlaw Speedway. Can y'all hear me on the podcast? Hey, Artie. Hey, hey, Ron. How are you? I was just waiting to become unmuted, but here we are. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I. I got to tell you, it has been a rough couple days. Uh, Eddie Willis, of course, um, I worked with him at Hattiesburg Speedway the first few years that I was an announcer up there, and him and I were co-announcers. And uh, it definitely is a tough flow to hear that he's passed on, but we know he's at a better place now, and he's uh, definitely going to be missed. And same with Beverly Lee. Uh, I always tried to make it a point to go over where she was sitting and – give her a talk and prayed over her many times for different things and definitely going to be missed as well. And, uh, yeah, Hattiesburg Speedway family is, has taken some hits this week. Uh, some other prayer uh, requests that I want to keep lifted up is Clint Vance and his family and Preston Love and his family. We need to keep them covered in prayer. They have got some situations they're dealing with health-wise as well, so keep those families covered in prayer. Um, And with that said, uh, you know, as a chaplain of two racetracks, it's it's never easy when when your own racing family is affected and and needs prayer and the families need prayer, so it's, uh, it's one of those things, Artie, and you know them as well as I do, it's just it's never easy, and we just got to keep them lifted and just pray that God puts his healing touch in those families that are in need of healing and peace and comfort to those families that need it as well. Well, with that said, uh, we'll go ahead and talk a little bit about 
what happened at Hattiesburg Speedway last Friday night. We did have a great show. The MSCCS Super Late Models were in the house, and uh, they put on an awesome, awesome show. I think there was only one yellow flag during that race, and uh, Chad Thrash did a fantastic job. I'm just trying to grab my uh, sheet here. Sorry about that. I'm usually better prepared. <laughs> it happens. But uh, Chad Thrash took the win. Uh, Ronis took second, and Arnold took third. And uh, they put on a great show. And both Thrash and Broadus passed Arnold on the high side. So that just goes to show you how, how racy that track was, both uh, low and high sides. Uh, as far as our pure streets, it was some good racing. Uh, Joseph Graham was the heat winner, and Delane Phillips was the uh, second heat winner. James Woods, Jim French rounded out heat number one in second and third. And then uh, Brad Tasson and Guy Landry rounded out second and third in heat number two. Now, in the feature, it was some really good racing there. And we were entertained, to say the least, because uh, our eventual winner, as I can find it, gosh, I feel so unprepared. I I'm, I'm apologize to the Southern Dirt Track Report. All right, so James Woods, he was the one that uh, ended up in the top spot. He had a great race and uh, ran a great line, was consistent and and just textbook driving in that. Uh, Joseph Graham brings it home in second and Jim French in third. Now, I want to point out something about that pure street race because it was the epitome of sportsmanship that happened. Joseph Graham was leading that race. And uh, from my perspective, I seen him lose the handle and spun out. Nobody else got caught up in that wreck or that spin out and Joseph Graham was tagged to go to the end of the field because he brought out the yellow. Well, the epitome of sportsmanship is this. Jim French stopped at the top of turn four and talked to the official and said he was the one that got into Graham, and uh, he, he elected to go to the rear on the field on his own. And uh, so Graham and French went to the rear, and watching them both drive back up through the field was an incredible thing to see. And as an announcer, it was an awesome race to call. And my hat's off to the R13 Jim French team for uh, doing what he did. And uh, ended up in third place, Graham in second, and Woods with the win. So then in the street stocks, we only had one heat in that, Tony Atwood, was your top dog in that Alan McLemore in second Landon Jackson in third and uh, I'll tell you it was another tough night there because it was the anniversary of Shane Smith passing and you know the Atwood family uh, that's why they have the Blue Angel number 15 so that's that's the reason for that Uh, we were given some extra monies for the purses uh, in the street stocks, in the pure streets, and uh, 
and in the modifieds and in the in the street stocks, Atwood himself donated a hundred dollars, fifty dollars to first place, and fifty dollars to fifth fifth place to represent the number fifteen. Um, we were wondering if uh, Tony could win that race. He wasn't able to, but uh, had some problems and had to drop out. Alan McLemore was the one that took the win. Landon Jackson in second, and his brother Caden brought it home in third. Another great race in the street stocks this week. And then in the uh, modifies, we had two heats in that. Dale Taylor, Cash Wilson, and Al Kuhout were the top three in heat number one. Chase Holland, Robert Cassida, and Kenneth Myers were the top three in heat number two. Now, in the feature, it, uh, it got a little crazy for a little bit, but uh, Chase Holland was able to bring home the win in that one. And I'll tell you what, that kid can drive a car. If you've never seen him, make sure you get a chance to. Cassidy brought it home in second, and Cameron Williams brought it home in third. He was our feature winner from the previous week. So Cameron Williams definitely driving some great racing lately, and this season seems to be really coming out on uh, on how to handle that car, the setups, and everything else. And like I said, we didn't race the crates. We did race the uh, super lates, but a great night of racing. Now I'm really excited about tomorrow night. It is our kids' night once again, and we're going to be having uh, the boxcar races at intermission. And on top of that, it is the Sue and Paul DeRoy uh, memorial race that left turn photography is going to be honoring and putting some stuff together for that. So if you don't have anything to do on a Friday night, come to Hattiesburg Speedway guaranteed to see a great night of racing and uh, family entertainment as always, the place where kids are part of the race. Now I know Donald Parker has been, and his team have been working hard on the track. I talked to him earlier. He said it is hot outside and uh, it's going to be another hot one tomorrow. It looks like so. I know he's putting a lot of effort into getting that track ready for racing tomorrow night, so make sure you come on out. And then next Friday night after that, we have the USCS Sprint Cars coming in the house, so don't miss that. It's always a great show when the Sprint Cars are at Hattiesburg Speedway, and uh, you won't be disappointed with that. Now let's move on to Outlaw Speedway. We had the 2000 to win street stock race, and I'll tell you what, what a show that was and i was excited as the announcer to be able to call a great race there i don't i I didn't know where to look in that field because there was stuff going on everywhere and it was just fantastic to see the heat races as well as they did the the feature race was just as exciting but uh in the street stocks they had three heats uh and I just I can't talk enough about how well Outlaw was. I mean, there was some situations where the track wasn't the greatest, but the problem was we had a lot of rain leading up to it. But the the Outlaw crew did a great job in getting that that uh, track ready. And I apologize, it was only two heats, and your winner in the first heat was Flying Roger Flynn in that 41F, followed by the 4J of James Dixon. And then the 4J, we had two of them, of James Bradshaw. That was your top three. And then in Heat 2, it was uh, the 36 of Jim Jarvis, the one of Chris Stegall, and the 77 of Michael Santangelo. And now for all those that uh, knew the uh, 
finishing feature that night, that 77, parked it in victory lane, and it was a great race. He, he came from, uh, I can't remember what starting spot, but he drove his way through and uh, ended up $2,000 richer, and that was pretty cool to see that. And if you've never had the opportunity to go to Outlaw Speedway, please make sure you get out there. And then our other classes, great racing in those. The, the uh, Pure and Factory Stocks, T.J. Pratt, James Woods, and Robert Eccles, your top three in Heat 1, Dustin Ladner, Shannon Fletcher, and Brian Crawford in the Mr. X was a top three in Heat number 2. And then uh, Dustin Ladner ends up taking the win in the feature. And then in the Modifieds, two Heats in that, Travis Marsh, Jade Lusenberg, and Nicholas Sellier were your top three. Little Ronnie Roberts, Ronnie Roberts, and George Gilbert, top three in heat number two. Now, you wouldn't be able to recognize that X2C in the feature later on that night as in that heat, he came around and uh, come up on a lap car and got caught up and just tore that whole right side of that car off. But he finished as the top dog in that first heat and then went into the feature minus all that sheet metal on the right side. So you can see the entire side of that car. Uh, but he went on and raced it as hard as he could. But uh, just a just a great night of racing in the mod- uh, modifieds as well. And then the crate lates, we had one heat in that. Taylor Jarvis, Chase Cooper, and Joey Pilgrim were your top three. Chase Cooper ends up taking the win there. And then in the Stingers, man, we had a great field of Stingers. Two uh, heats in that. Uh, Robert Barber, Clay Smith, Mike Pollins in the first heat. Austin Fleming, Jay Pratt, and Mikey Pollins in the second heat. And then uh, Barber was the one that ended up taking the feature win in the later on in that evening. Um, so great racing there. You don't want to miss the next time we have them. Coming up. Uh, August 7th, the MSCCS Super Late Models are going to be hitting the Outlaw Speedway. Excited to see that on that big track and see what those Super Late Models do there. And then on August 21st, the Savage Performance Sprints will be there. And uh, keep in mind, coming up is September 11th, and Outlaw has America Strong 5,000 to win in open modifieds. So mark that on your calendars. All those modified drivers... Start looking at that and mark your calendars for that. $5,000 to win in that modified class. going to be a great night of racing there. That's September 20 or September 11th. Um, with that said, Artie, um, I know you were at Outlaw last week, and I think that was your second time there. Is that right? Uh, it's probably my fourth time there this year. Um, a couple of rain outs. Um, we, we was there when it started raining, but, um, yeah, we, yeah, we've been there a couple times. Um, we got a good video from this past week. But I want to ask you a question about that that race. Um, um, uh, I, I was drawing a breakdown on his name. Um, uh, T.J. Pratt? The 712 in the Pure and Factory stocks? Yeah. Okay, what about yeah. him? All right, well, Pratt, he gets in trouble coming out of two, like, like one lap, two laps in, he he goes all the way to the rear of the field, and then he winds up with yeah. like a third place finish. I mean, it was awesome to watch him drive through that field um, to get up back up there where he where he deserved to be. 
Yeah, absolutely. You're right about that. I almost forgot about that until you mentioned it. Yeah, a great finish for him. And uh, exciting to watch him work his way up through the field. Some stout drivers in that class, too. So that's that's even better. Um, yeah, best, best of the best in that class, really. And and, and he, he drove that thing like he stole it and, and, and went through the field. Um, it was just an yep, awesome Ladner. time to watch him do that. Yep, Ladner had that top spot, but T.J. Pratt put it in second. And here's another one that I want you guys to keep an eye on, that W23 of Jonathan Wally. My goodness, that young kid, he was he started racing a little bit ago. Uh, a couple of years ago we seen him, and then he just dropped off the scene, and now he's back. His car, I actually like the way it looks. It's that gray color with uh, all the lettering on top of that. Uh, but Jonathan Wally, He's a wheelman now, and that car is hooked up first time ever at Outlaw Speedway, and he brings it home in third place. And that that's a, a commendation for sure for that young driver there. So keep an eye on that young man. And then uh, Thibodeau brought it home in fourth, Nelson in fifth. Um, like I said, uh, everybody was expecting Shannon Fletcher to do something, James Woods to do something, but they both had issues. I believe Shannon Fletcher got caught up in an accident and busted something in the rear end of that car. James Woods was in the lead as he came down the front stretch, and all of a sudden that power plant just went flat, and he coasted into turn one with no power, and that ended his night. Like I said, great racing, tough situations for a few of the uh, drivers that were expected to be at the top of the pop. But, uh, yeah, Dustin Ladner and uh, T.J. Pratt and Jonathan Wally, your top three. Then in them street stocks, like I said, Michael Santangelo was the top dog, and it was a great race watching him pick his way through the field, too. Roger Flynn brought him home in second. Noah Daspit was driving the 05 street stock uh, at Outlaw this past week and brought it home in third. And then, uh, yeah, it was a pretty stout field, too. We had... uh, 15 street stocks there, so uh, good good uh, representation there. And the Modifieds, little Ronnie Roberts and Ronnie Roberts were your top two. Jade Lusenberg, another young gun that's uh, one to keep an eye on, and he's, he's winning and uh, putting it in uh, podium finishes week after week. So that 46 of Jade Lusenberg in that third spot. Um, that pretty much wraps up everything that we have for those two tracks. Uh, I highly encourage everybody to get out there and support your local dirt tracks. Um, The fans are absolutely needed to be in the stands. You won't be disappointed. It's still very uh, reasonable prices for everything. As a matter of fact, this week for Hattiesburg Speedway, it's regular pricing, $12 for grandstands and kids 6 to 12 are 5 bucks, and kids 5 and under are free. And uh, family entertainment at its best, both there and at Outlaw Speedway. So, Artie, I'm going to turn it back to you. Um, continue to keep those families lifted up in prayer, and uh, we appreciate all you do. All right. Thank you, Ron, so much. Yeah, definitely. We, we're praying for the Hattiesburg family. Uh, definitely this week is going to be a tough week um, at Hattiesburg Speedway. Uh, thank you so much for, for um, coming on. All right, buddy. Take care now. All right, so that is Ron Southern. He is Hattiesburg and Outlaws chaplain and the announcer there, both of those tracks, and um, he is um, part of the Hattiesburg family. And uh, like I said before, Hattiesburg family needs your prayers, and um, they definitely could use them there 
um, this evening. All right, y'all, we got Dave Chisholm on the line here. Um, he is our North Mississippi, North Mississippi, North Alabama um, spotlighter. And, and, and Dave, um, how you doing this afternoon? Uh, I'm doing all right, Artie. If uh, could just beat this heat like everybody else, man, it's been rough. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, all right. Tell us what's going on up there. Well, besides being hot, it's a little hotter on the track action. Uh, time of year, mid through midway through the season, uh, people are using equipment, people are going on vacations, people's tempers are flaring, and but there's been great action up here on uh, what racing we have got got in. Uh, Mag was off last Saturday. They will be running this Saturday regular points race uh, Saturday night. They also, uh, while I'm on the, on the mag right quick, tomorrow night, if you race go-karts, kids especially, they got the little mini mag go-kart track. I think they're giving out trophies tomorrow night in four classes that they have. So that'll start at 7. Our driver's meeting at 7. I think it's 10 bucks to enter, 10 bucks to get in the gate, whether you race a go-kart or not. So uh, go out and uh, if you ain't going to be around the Golden Triangle area, support the kids and then, uh, cheer them on. And that should be a future uh, stock car drivers one day, I'm pretty sure. So. Corinth. I, I didn't get up to Corinth. I went over to uh, our Thunder Valley up in uh, the northern uh, Mississippi, Alabama region up here. And uh, But Corinth has uh, issued or I was tagged, put it this way, I was tagged in a post uh, I talked to a track owner about cart racing and mentioned it. Uh, They're trying to get together a bunch of carts to, uh, to race on the Corinth uh, Crossroads Arena or Crossroads uh, car track. So we may see that coming in the future. So, anyway, we uh, made the trip over here right across the line in the great state of Alabama and uh, the Winfield, the Thunder Valley Speedway. I think they only had like five classes. Uh, the, the regular, they only had five or six classes anyway. There's five of them uh, this weekend. They combined the four and the six buzz or hot shots together to, uh, to make a big field. It was like short on, on one, I think. Can't remember if it was the V6 or whatever, but they combined. Uh, uh, the feature winner was, uh, I think, he's a two-time, at least two-time track champion over there in your 602 or your Sportsman Late Model class. It'd be uh, Chad McCool. I call him Chad. Chad Too Cool McCool. His dad's named Jack Super Cool, so Super McCool. <laughs> but uh, Chad McCool won it there again, and uh, he's dominating that track pretty, pretty regular. Was a good, pretty good race. A little down on the car counts, like 11 or 12, I think. They usually have 18 to 22, but there's also a couple other venues, a little more money here and there. Uh, ECM had a big race and took a lot of the, a lot of them guys and the factory stock, I believe. But the second class out was just uh, uh, street stock. Uh, same as your crate racing cars. Uh, they just don't run. They have to run the Hoosier Tower Road. They're not sanctioned track, but it was. Uh, it was a duel between the 22 and the, the 11 there, Jamie Suttis and Brandon Hill. They side by side, back and forth, back and forth, uh, every lap green. Uh, Jamie got him by a half a car length at the line there to win the street stock. And then the factory stock winner was uh, none other than everybody knows. has heard him one one point or another, and that's straight out of West Point, Scooter Ware, the 53 uh, Ware racing car. He uh he led flag to flag in the uh, factory stock race, and I think it went green pretty much the whole uh, the whole race. Is uh, pretty good field there, nine ten cars I believe. Scooter he's uh he's regular over there. He knows his way around. He got another feature win, and 
the fourth class was what they call the mini stock. It's just basically four-cylinder uh, hot shot type cars, except for uh, what I understand are rear-wheel drive still. So, uh, and of course, I guess I don't know if they're uh, stock stock or, but they uh, sound a little souped up. But anyway, you know, the mini stock race went to John Smart. He uh, he won that race. That was a pretty good race there. Uh, may have been a little confusing one one way or another, but it was a good race. And then last but not least, the uh, hot shot was won by Floyd Weatherby. So, like I said, they only had four classes, I guess, four four classes this week. So. But it was good action, and uh, they'll be racing again this Saturday night. They're still, uh, I think, are still racing in the points uh, situation over there weekly. The mag will be in action Saturday night. Uh, anybody wants to hit the mag? Friday and Saturday, get you a double feature at the mag. Tomorrow night, go cards. Saturday night, the race cars. Corinth, uh, I'll get uh, I'll do some more investigating the parallel cart races and a little more cart action that way coming soon. And personally, myself, I, I, I believe I will be venturing north, north across the Tennessee line into uh, Henderson at Gator Speedway and uh, ride my unlimited go kart up there at Gator Speedway with some buddies and talking about maybe doing a charity race or a benefit race here coming up shortly for I think one of the friends has been in a uh, uh, forklift accident or something one way or another and uh, going to incur a lot of hospital bills and a lot of uh, you know care to get back get back where he was so we may we may be looking at we will we'll be talking about doing something like that here in the near future up there with them and other than that already that, that about wraps me up for this week brother Awesome, awesome. Um, so you're going north a little bit, going into the Tennessee. Uh, I've never yeah. been, uh, I've never been to the track you mentioned, and uh, well, I hope you get to see some good racing up there this weekend. Oh yeah, I'm sure will. You know, it's a good little track, good family-owned track. So, just like here, you really can't tell whether you're in one state or another if it wasn't for the signs and the lines. I mean, so you know, we yeah, all yeah. one big family right down south. Definitely, definitely. All right, thank you so much for calling in. And, um, ladies and gentlemen, that is Dave Chisholm. He is our North Mississippi, North Alabama, and it looks like our Southern Tennessee report uh, right here on our on our podcast here. Uh, we want to thank the uh, 110 Nation Sports. You can check them out at the110nationsports.com for putting this together and getting this on here. We're on all your favorite podcast um how can we say this your pod if you listen to podcasts we're on pretty much all of them we're on itunes iHeartRadio, um google Podcasts, spotify uh block talk radio just to name a few um and you can always check us out on our facebook page southern dirt track report uh, we also have snapchat southern dirt track report Instagram and a Twitter that we haven't got on in a while, but the Twitter thing's about to kick back up. Um, but just check us out on all social medias. Uh, we're probably going to start a TikTok here in a, in a, in a little bit as well. Uh, we're trying to get the word out um, as much as we can through different um, areas of um, uh, how do I say that? Different areas that people because not all, not everybody has a Facebook, not everybody has an Instagram. Um, and different people have different things. So we're just trying to get the word out. We're um, broadcast right now all over the world. Uh, if you've got iHeartRadio or any of those that I mentioned before, um, 
download the app, look up the 110 Nation Sports, and then you will see um, the Southern Dirt Track Report show each and every Thursday night. And we roll Thursday nights, um, 7 to 10, um, every Thursday night right here live on your favorite social media platforms and on on your your, um, podcast. I'm all over the place tonight, y'all. My mind is in a different world right now with everything that's going on over at Hattiesburg. Um, that's my family, and uh, lots of lots of things have happened in the last two days. So, um, so we got um, we got uh, a really good podcast going, and we're going to keep that momentum going. Uh, we we're going to have uh, driver Jason Jackson, and and people might say Jason Jackson, is it Jason Jackson the old five street stock? Um, no, it is not. Um, I, that Jason Jackson is in our area that we mostly cover. There's another Jason Jackson that's causing a scene over in Florida, up at Northwest Florida, and um, this guy from, you know, he is full um, rolling, should we say, um, up there at Northwest Florida, and we are going to speak with him, um, Jason Jackson. How are you tonight? I'm doing pretty good. Um, so, so tell us about um, you. You you drive a factory stock, is that correct? Uh, it's pure stock here. The rules are slightly different, but but real similar. Okay, awesome. Uh, I'm writing this down as I'm going, so I can keep track. Um, so tell us about your racing career, when it started, and um, all that good stuff. Well, I, I, whenever I was younger, I, I, we went to the races all the time, uh, me and my mom and dad. And I enjoyed the races, but um, didn't really have an opportunity to participate. And when I got a little older, I, I ran into a, a guy that became a real good friend of mine, and he was a dirt track racer, and he got me into racing. And uh, I liked Dodge vehicles, so at the time, I started with a Dodge race car. And that was back in oh two oh three um put one together and and done all right with it, but as like I told people back then i I'm not saying you couldn't make a dodge race car go fast, I just didn't have the money to do it <laughs> um and uh i I kind of just put it aside for a long time, and I don't know about four years ago, my neighbor he got into racing he traded something for a race car and I got to helping him with it and messing around, and uh, he got to be pretty good. Cody Barnhill was his name, and uh, he he he's done real good, and we we still race together a lot. He um, just being around it again made me want to build another car, so I built another Dodge car, and um, <laughs> the it's just too aggravating to drive a Dodge. It, I had to build a bunch of parts, and there's not really a lot available. And so I finally built me a Chevrolet car about two years ago, well, the beginning of last season. And um, I've done pretty well with it. it. It's a lot of fun. We we all get together, hang out, work on race cars, you know, build motors. We pretty much, all of us that race up at uh, Northwest Florida, we, we share parts and, and help each other out and have a lot of fun with it. I mean, it's it's a for fun thing, that, and we have a good time with it. Definitely, definitely. Um, 
So you race at Northwest Florida Speedway. Tell us about when you race there. Um, um, what's the surface like? What's the um, competition like? Oh, there's a lot of competition there. Um, uh, Owen Barnhill, he's he's the guy that's just come on the scene here in the last couple of years. He, he's he's real young and he's real good. Um, he 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 does real good up at, at the track. We we all we have a lot of fun racing together. Him and um, uh, Jeffrey Odom and Terry Mayhair and Cody Barnhill and all of us. I mean T.J. Grimes. Uh, there's a lot of lot of good drivers up there. A lot of good cars and like I said, but it's just, it's more like a, a family thing. You get out there and talk to everybody and swap stories and try to figure out what to do to make your car just a little faster than theirs. And you know they're doing the same. So we, we have a good time with it. Definitely, definitely. So tell us, what, what is your uh, biggest accomplishment in, in your racing career um, so far? Oh, well, I've won a few races this year. And um, the first couple races that I won, there was some cars broke and, and went off the track. And and uh, I told my wife that, you know, I was I was not, uh, not trying to belittle winning, but I wanted to win when everybody was still on the track. And I finally got to do that one time this year. Um, it was, you know, just the luck of a draw and a good night. Because, uh, like I said, I raced with some really, really good drivers and really good cars. Uh, but that was that was my favorite uh, accomplishment, I, I'd have to say. You know, everybody was still on the track at the end of the race, and I was in the league. So that, that was a pretty good night. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Look, that's how, you know. You get your good nights and you got your bad nights, and um, it's good to have a really good night every now and then, you know. Oh yeah. So tell us about um, what about your um, you right now? You're sitting in, in number one spot right now in points at Northwest Florida. Um, you got a total of 418. Uh, this is uh, from July 7th, so this might need to be updated. I'm not sure. I know we've been having a lot of rainouts, um, but you're you're up top. Um, 418, Cody Barnhill is behind you, but way behind you, sitting at 330. Um, so tell us, um, you got a good shot here at taking the points home this season. Uh, what you got to do to to get to that point? Well, it is a stroke of luck. I have I have finished every race this year, and I've done good. My car has, you know, done good. Um, the last couple races, I've had some motor issues and. Uh, matter of fact, the last race, I, I don't even know how I finished it. It was running on six cylinders at the end of the race. And, uh, you know, so I've had really good luck. I've I've had my equipment stayed together for me, you know, throughout the whole first part of the year. But it's just like me and uh, Jeffrey Odom was talking about the other night. You know, it's things like that can turn around on a dime. And uh, in the last couple of races, I've really noticed that because I come in – this last Saturday night and I was fifth and my car wouldn't go and I was mad and he said what's wrong with you I said well you know I've I forgot what it's like for you know to drive something that was not working like it's supposed to and it's just made me and uh he laughed at me you know but that's just the way it goes every now and then you uh you run into some problem that's just almost whip you and then you figure it out and and then you but but the 
the whole first of the season, I had had real good luck, and I had you know a real good car, and uh, and that's what got me there. They, you know, there was nights like I said where people broke and and went out, and uh, you know, wrecked and something happened, or got sent to the back for something, or you know, um, and I've been fortunate to to be able to miss the wrecks and miss the breaks until until now. So I've, yep, yep. I've, I've had pretty good luck. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's it's um. So so, what do you what do you like most about driving a pure stock car? Oh man, I I love driving a pure stock car because all of us build our cars. Uh, all these guys I've mentioned, we we uh, we build them in our own shops in our own yards. Uh, uh, matter of fact, uh, me and Cody we get together and work on cars together, and then like I said, we help with. Jeffrey and, and Owens and you know uh, every, everybody Terry Mayhair all of us um, but all of us this car was built in our shops at our houses by us you know nothing was really bought there um, you know nothing sent off to be fixed it's not nationally sanctioned uh, when you get into nationally sanctioned chassis you know money talk uh, in this in this class, it's about the highest class you can go that's not nationally sanctioned. Uh, so, therefore, it's it's pretty much backyard builds, and it's for fun. I, I like driving a car. I like racing a car, and I also like building a car. And if you get up into the street stocks and the late models and all, you just about have to buy a car. I don't have the equipment to build the things that somebody can sell. Yeah. So, that's, that, that's the fun in it. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, it's it's always good to work on your own car and, and and know what you got in it too. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. We 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 like I said, it it it's something to do for for fun, and it is a lot of fun. We all really enjoy it and have a good time with it. And like I said, that that's what racing is is for, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know, you win some and you lose some, but if you've had fun either way, then then you you've won all together. All right, so tell us about your um, – your, I see um, somebody here in the chat is um, Deanne Jackson. She said you got a Facebook page, JRB Racing. Tell us about your, your racing page. Yeah, we uh, – well, my wife started the racing page, um, and, and that's my wife. We uh, we all got together, and there were so many of us around here. The JRB is the John Riley Barnhill. That's the name of the road we all live on, me and Cody and – and uh, at times, uh, you know, we've had four or five different cars here at, between our two shops, and um, it it becomes just a big old fiasco during the week. You know, everybody comes in, works on cars. On the weekend, everybody's getting ready. Um, the wives are helping out here, there, and everywhere. And, and uh, so it was it's kind of a team and, and uh, a team effort, and I appreciate my wife, you know, helping out and doing what, what we do and, and having fun with it and, Cody's wife does too, and and uh, Jeffrey's. You know, everybody's. We it's, it's like I said, it's a family affair. It's uh, it's it's all in the name of having a good job. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, tell us about your sponsors. You got any sponsors you want to give a shout out to? Um, well, Barnhill's Dirt Works. Uh, yeah, Cody Barnhill owns that. That's he he helps me out a lot and. Uh, then my business is Triple J Construction, and and I, I sponsor myself. But that's really about the you know that's that's the big sponsors that I have. Correct, correct. All right, so tell us about the big why not. I hear you're going to why not. 
Um, tell us what you got in store for the House of Hook. Well, I hope that I've got in store to maybe get the opportunity to make the race. Uh, that that we we go there every year. I enjoy immensely watching the, the street stock national. That that thirty six car three wide start is uh, that's something to behold. If you've never seen it, you should go watch it. Um, and to take my car and race in the in the factory stock pure stock that that's just a little added bonus. We'll get up there and every. You know, uh, there's a lot of the track, uh, a lot of the people from the track around here that's going, uh, and we'll all get up there and camp out and hang out and work on cars and have a good time, and then race a little bit. Hopefully, do good, but then we'll get to watch that street stock race, and that's, like I said, that's something to behold. Now, does the factory stocks? Do y'all you all start off three wide two and zero? Uh not that I know of. Yeah, um, I wasn't sure on that one. I mean, we didn't the last time that I went and the last time that I watched the, that race, but I, I don't I, – I can't speak for this year. They're changing it up a little bit this year. In the years past, they've had, uh, you know, late models and modifieds and everything. This year, supposedly, they're just having the street stock uh, – factory stock race and then the uh, – and that's it. They, they're not going to have any other classes, so – I think yeah. they've got 140 entries in each class uh, scheduled out, and I know they've almost filled those slots up. Yeah, definitely. We're gonna we're gonna come out there. We're gonna be cheering you on um, for that Street Stock Nationals um, weekend. There, we will be cheering on um, the Jason Jackson um, Express. Uh, I don't know what your what what's your um, your car number and all that. Uh, it's number 50. Um, Way back when I got started, we we was going around the tracks trying to figure out exactly what to do because in '02 and '03 there was not a lot of internet to get you know rules off of. So if you wanted the rules to build a car, you had to pretty much go to the track. And um, so we was going to tracks looking to see what to do to what to build. And um, I started paying attention, and just number 50 was really nowhere to be seen or heard of. And uh, so it seemed like a good number to have. I wanted something that. I didn't want to have to be a number with a letter behind it, and um, that's just how it came about. Yeah, there's not too many 50s out there. I, I can only think of one, and that's Tim Dillon. He drives a street stop. Um, he's got a he's got a 50. Um, but as far as 50s go, um, that is a a rare number there. Um, so uh, make sure everybody out there, y'all check out his racing page. Jason's racing page is JRB Racing. You can check them out on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash racing one Check out um, his Facebook page. And good luck at the uh, at the Why Not Show. We, we're excited. We're going to come out there and see you. All right. Thanks, sir. All right. Thank you so much for calling in. Um, we got Bridget Walters is coming on next. Um, Bridget, you got anything you want to say to Jason? No, we pretty much say it before we leave the racetrack. Um, he's a pretty good dude. I love him, his family, that whole racing team over there. Um, there's a whole lot more um, than just that racing team that, that that's grown to be a family for all of us there at the track. Um, he sure is humble. Definitely, definitely. Um, um, we thank him so much. Um, thank you, Jason, for calling in, and um, we appreciate it. And we can't wait to see you at the Street Stock Nationals in a few weeks away. All right, All right thank Walters you. Is here. 
All right. Bridget Walters is in the house. Um, this is Northwest Florida uh, Speedway. Um, go ahead and let's see what's going on over at Northwest Florida. Hey, y'all. So we had a fabulous race last week. We ran a little bit behind, but uh, just about 45 minutes. You know, and sometimes that seems like a terrible, uh, so far, so far, but it really was a fabulous turnout. We had 75 cars and carts. You know, we had the go-karts coming out, and um, we were supposed to be doing a field day, but we just didn't have the opportunity to get that in. Uh, we will reschedule that, um, not this coming race, but the next race, so those kids will get their time out there, too. Um, there, like I said, there were some really good races, um, lots of cars. Again, 75 cars between cars and carts. Um, a pure stock race. Um, Craig Crosley, one of the guys that um, has been helping out at the track a lot, um, he's been a regular for a long time in the, in the uh, vintage class. And um, he came out with the, in a pure stock car this last night. Um, and, you know, he didn't turn very many laps. Um, he had a little bit of motor issues, and so he'll take that right on back to the shop, and he'll get the kinks worked out of there, and he'll come back stronger than ever. I'm, I'm positive about that. Um, several of our guys are going to go to Why Not as well, you know, like Jason was talking about. It's not, you know, there's going to be several of them there. We're super excited uh, for all of that. Um, you know, also in the Pure Stock race, we had um, – the, for second place, there was a, a, a wonderful um, competition there on that last lap. The 21 of Dallas Lisbon and 157 TJ Grimes, um, they battled all the way to that uh, checkered flag. And uh, TJ Grimes won it under the flag stand, but um, that 21 car of Dallas, he led uh, several laps in the feature and won his heat. Um, we had 602s out there, and we had another guy that um, he was um, Rookie of the Year a few years back, and we hadn't seen a whole lot of him. He's been doing some other things and uh, just traveling around. But Dylan Hamilton came back, and he put on a great show for us. Um, the go-karts sure showed up and let us know that they were excited to be there, and they are so very quick on that track. It's huge. Um we had uh, Bryn Jones won the stock class, Jacob Johnson won the clone, and Shannon Burns won the run with your brung, which is just a class where they build their own motor and they just kind of make it as fast as they can and do what they can with it and um, no weight, no um, no real rules in that class. Um, but they had some several – we had several carts come over from both of our go-kart tracks that are local to us, uh, Mountain City and Oak Grove. We even had one of the owners um, from Oak Grove come out, Dylan Harrison, and he ran his cart for a little while out there. Um, so it's really nice to have those guys come over and support our track and us be able to support them as well. Um, we had a few young guns come out too, and um, they were um, Mason Cox. Um, he normally runs a clone, but because of age limits, he had to run stock for it with us. Um, and then Hayden Peak as well. She um, she ran that uh, stock class, and, man, did she hold her own with them. It's a huge track as compared to some of those go-kart tracks around here. She stayed right up with the pack the whole time, and she drove her little heart out, and she just loved it so much. She came up there and was talking about how excited she was that she just got to be out there with all of us on that big track. Um, her daddy races with us, too, in the pure stock class. That's Howard Peak. Um, he does a whole lot for everybody around here, too. Um, he helps work some of these tracks in, and um, – He's just um, just wonderful to have around, too. Um, some of these drivers, they just do so much for our little tracks, and you just don't they just don't get enough credit for that. You know, I mean, Jeffrey and uh, Monsoon, which is Jason, who you just had on there, um, Cody Barnhill, um, 
Dale Lucas. Um, I mean, there's just several of them. Craig Crossley, all of those guys have really just um, helped out so much, and um, we just appreciate all of them. Um, our next race is not this weekend, but next weekend. It's going to be August the 7th, and it'll be Meet the Driver um, at intermission. All the fans will be able to get out on the track and um, go out and just spend some time getting to know and asking questions and getting some signatures and most of the drivers always bring some kind of little paraphernalia to make the kids excited and some of the fans super excited and they just love that. Um, and we'll have a regular night of racing. Um, so we're, we were, so, we were so blessed with that and we were able to get it all out there. You know, that rain's been terrible keeping everybody from running. You there? Yes, sir. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so the 602 Sportsman, uh, Dale Lucas, is leading that one. Um, how does that look for sure the remaining of the season? Well, I mean, he's always, him and his dad, you know, his dad has um, always been running around our track, and he, he currently races a 604, and we don't get those out there very often. Um, we do have them sometimes, but um, him and his dad run that cart. Um, his grandma's always there with him, supporting him so great. Um, the Lucases, they're just, they're just wonderful people. Um, we haven't updated the points. I do have those available, um, so I'll go ahead and talk about those too. But as of uh, Saturday night, for the mods, we got Owen Barnhill, um, leading with 329, Larry Falk with 276, um, and James Rohde with 236. Owen Barnhill runs two different classes, and he is on his game right now. He's a young guy. He's uh, very humble himself. He just he's, he's, he's so quiet and, and meek, and um, he knows how to drive a car, though, that's for sure. Um, he runs the mods, and he runs pure stock. Um so we got Vintage, and that's J.D. Fuqua, um, or Fuqua, and he has 224 points. Jason McDaniel with 166, and Robert Wolf with 148. With 602, there's, uh, there's Dale Lucas um, leading with 420. Brent Cartwright uh, with 352, and Johnny Wright Jr. is with um, – I'm sorry, Cartwright has 370, and Johnny Wright Jr. has 352. Uh, then we got the the youngins that run out there on their their little slingshots. Uh, Kay Cartwright, brother to Brent Cartwright, um, has 418. Zachary Halford, um, his daddy Dougie Halford, has put his wheels up on race nights for us to let Zachary run. Um, it's so sweet to watch them kids out there together. They're all the time helping each other and um, just building each other up. Um, and then you got Kyle Williams with 130, um, 280. Oh, I'm just kidding. That's, I, mean, I got offline there. Zachary Halford and then Madison Tugman with 288. Um, our bomber class, uh, Josh Lewis is leading with 394. Charlie McDaniel is second with 332. And Hunter Sachs with 244. And then Stinger, we have um, Danny Monahan with 178. Dustin Monahan with 164. And Kyle Williams with 138. And then here's Sox. Jason Jackson, um, again, we call him Monsoon, but he's leading with 456, then Cody with 374, and Jeffrey Odom with 342. Um, so, yeah, so that's where we're at. You know, we've just, we we try to, everybody over there is like family, and we all get along so well, and 
uh, we're just so thankful that we have had the opportunity to get to know all these fellas and, and all of the help that we get throughout the year with them and all of the guys that work guys and ladies that work at the track with us, we sure couldn't do it without them. Yeah, no doubt. Um, it takes a team to, to make it happen. And, uh, and it's absolutely. a family out there. No doubt. No doubt. Dirt track, each track has their own little family. And uh, it is unbelievable when you go to these tracks, no matter what track you go to, you'll see little families here and there of dirt track racers. It's, it's, it really is something special. It's something that you don't see in any other sport. You know, this is um, this is homegrown, you know, and that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's a fact. All right, Jared. Well, um, we were thankful for your opportunity tonight, and um, we'll see you next week. Definitely, Bridget. It's nice, always a pleasant um, talking to you. All right. Thanks so much. All right. That is Bridget Walters, y'all. That is Northwest Florida Speedway update there. Um, we're going to go into some kart racing uh, with Tim Graves. Tim, how are you tonight? I'm great. How are you? Oh, doing great. Listen, we are talking Capital City right now. What is going on and what's the latest? Hey, you know, every week I, I come on here and it, it 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 gets better and better and grows bigger and bigger. And, you know, me and you were talking uh, through this past week and and one of our i think common goals was to um seal all 3500 seats of the of the uh, Kirk Fortis Equine Center in on the state fairgrounds of Jackson uh Mississippi and and here's the perfect opportunity uh for fans or drivers to give to their fans um, the perfect opportunity to to do that to start it out, and we're our, our, our grandstand tickets are 15 uh, on the day of the event. We're actually rolling out a discount, so if you purchase them online now through September, the, excuse me, now through August the 15th. I'm sorry, through August the 15th, you get them at ten dollars. You get a five dollar discount. Um, and then your tickets will be at, at the will call window um, on the day of the event. So we're we're excited, you know. Um, I have a people just just say that it's it, you know it, it's one person that they see that is putting on an event, but I've got a remarkable team, and I say team, I've got three or four people that work when they get off their, their regular job or even during their job to try to make Capital City uh, All-Star Classic a, 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 a big event and one of the largest in the, uh, in the state of Mississippi. We're so excited. Um, just tonight, and I, I, won't, I won't release his name because um, I'm, we're trying to still work out some details, but a national a national go-kart driver uh, will be entering into this race. So we're excited about that. Once we get um, some information from him, I'll release that information. And, and so we're, it, it is growing. Um, tomorrow I'll post my 84th entry. So 84 entries is, is exciting. Um, and and we're, we're a month away. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's it's um, we 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 could be well over a hundred entries 
Um, you know, already it's, it's exciting um, to see drivers coming from um, Ohio, Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, uh, Kentucky. So they're traveling a, a good distance away to come to uh, one of or the largest indoor racing event in the state of Mississippi. So we're excited about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, we are going to be posting a lot on the Southern Dirt Track Report here in the next few weeks. Um, we we want to sell some tickets, like like you had mentioned. Uh, the place holds 3,500 seats. I want to see 3,500 uh, people there for that race, to watch this race. To make this race, um, this race could be the next Chili Bowl. You might be talking about it in 10 years going, man, this is one of the biggest smart races in the south, and this and this is where it's at, right here in our backyard, in Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, yeah, we're. I think it is going to be one of the one of the premier events. You know, I uh, I talked about our team. I had a lady. Um, I asked her. I asked her point blank. I said, "Tell me why you chose to come and help me." I, I've known her for many years, and I said, "Why do you choose? Why, why did you choose to come and help me?" And she said, "I want something in my backyard that I can say I'm involved in and proud to help you put this event on, and I and I want people to to come to Capital City All Star Classic and and realize that wow, this is one of the state of the art facilities and 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 state of the art." Um, races being put on, you know, and, and it's not just me and it's not just my team, you know, a few of the racetracks around here are stepping up to the plate and helping us. Jackson Motor Speedway, a car track, stepping up to the plate to help us. Jackson Motor Kart, the new, the newest uh, go-kart track, hopefully will be open soon, is uh is coming on board to help us on the day of the event. Um, Back 40 Speedway in Ellisville, Mississippi, coming on board and helping us uh, by by sponsoring uh, some money up. Carson Speedway in Carson, Mississippi, is um, stepping up and, and putting some money up. So racetracks around here are excited about what's going to happen September 4th, and they, they, they wanted to see it grow. You know, um, one of my posts I made to to our entries this week was, and I encourage anybody to come on out, is there's going to be a, a some tables, a, a section of tables set up that drivers will be sitting at an intermission that you can you can come up and get autographs. You, you want to buy T-shirts, they'll have T-shirts for sale. We'll have T-shirts for sale. We'll have souvenirs for sale. Come up and buy something. Go over and get an autograph and. And, and make memories, take pictures. You know, we're we're excited about um the the things that are that are gonna happen. Um it's gonna be a it's gonna be a long day. But we're gonna try to move the move the show along. Uh, today we acquired a FM transmitter radio um that we're gonna put in place and that you know the pit area can hear what's going on in the inside and listen to you already when you announce uh the races. So that's gonna be um a in a, a big improvement um to keep things moving um we're going to let people come in friday night and park their trailers um if you ever been to the state fairgrounds in jackson 
That is a humongous place. But we have sold just about over just about a hundred parking spots right now. So I mean, and and that that that's a lot of rigs in this, in in one one area, you know. So it's it's uh it's gonna be an exciting thing. Um, you know, gates open on Saturday at uh, seven a.m. Um, we're gonna practice starting beginning at um, eight a.m. Drivers meeting eleven thirty and twelve fifteen. We're gonna qualify the all the predators um, and. Then they'll go immediately into their um, into their feature races, and then we're going to take a break. We're going to have a uh, we're going to have some activities for the kids. We're we're going to announce it um, this week on our, our Facebooks. We're going to have some activities for kids in intermission, and then we're going to go into our qualifying for our clone classes and our um, their feature races as well. So we're excited. Um, some of the classes are stacking up pretty good. You know, you look at a thousand dollars to win in a go kart class, and people will be like, "How do I enter? Because I want that thousand dollars." Yep. No doubt. So, so we're, yeah, so we're we're excited. You know, each each class, um, the the lower class is going to get five hundred if we have twenty five or more entries. We're pretty close to that in some of the classes. We're gonna. You know, uh, we're still working on sponsors. Um, got a sponsor out of out of Jackson. Um, Strengths roofing and siding come on board, um, and, and he's he's excited about what's what's going to come. You know, the Capital City All Star Classic, and and so he uh, he stepped up to the plate and going to help us. You know, obviously we have the expenses to pay, so he's going to help us with that. And, and, and in turn, obviously, get some advertisement. But we're working on getting, you know, four or five more and hopefully adding some money to some of the other classes. Um, so, we're, so we're, you know, excited. We're going to have vendors on the concourse, not only not only racing vendors. I know I've got a, a, a young lady that's going to come in and sell, you know, jewelry for the ladies. So, I mean, we we have all variety of vendors that will be set up on both sides of the concourse. And the real cool thing about it is they remodeled this whole inside of this facility, and we will be the first to use it after being remodeled. They put a brand-new uh, AC unit in there and, and brand-new concession stands, uh, painted everything. And so it's going to be it's going to be an exciting time to – to debut the uh, the the renovations that they did at the Kirk Fortis Quine uh, Center, it's on the uh, the fairgrounds of the uh, state of Mississippi. Uh, you know, it's where they have their their fair at. So we're we're excited. Um, I, I already got a guy. The guy that is over the uh, Fortis Center said, "You know what?" He said, "I never thought it would be this big," but he said, you, "You're proving me wrong." He said, "Uh." Are you going to continue it? And I said, yeah, yeah, I think we will. We're just going to make a final determination after we get everything done. And he said, yeah, he said, I've got quite a few people that are calling me, and I, I don't even know nothing about it, and I'm giving you your number out. And I'm like, send them all my way because I'll, I'll answer anybody's questions. So we're excited about what you know what's to come, um, hoping to have – 
you know, 100 entries, if not more. But we want to pack the stands. You know, that was that's our goal. And so you can go on and purchase tickets ahead of time, $10 a piece. Um, you know, and military, first responder, healthcare workers, and senior citizens get in for five dollars. So we're we're, we're gonna um, and we're gonna honor our our healthcare workers uh, in in a in a cool way at intermission. So, um, like I said, let's pack that place and and show uh, everybody that uh, carding is alive and well in the state of Mississippi. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, it's getting bigger and bigger too. The, the, um, we, we're working on a project here at Southern Dutch Arc Report. I have eight owners right now together, and we're, we're going to make it bigger and bigger. But uh, we're working on getting a little cart thing going, and um, really trying to um, help one another out. And maybe we can grow, grow this race as well with that. So uh, I'm excited to be on board on for this race. I'll be the announcer there. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be indoors. It's going to be perfect. Um, I cannot wait for that September the 4th date at Jackson. Yeah, like Kirk Ford's Equine Center in Jackson. Uh, you know, I, I've never, I've never been uh, to an indoor race that has, how cool this is, that has a VIP suite on both ends. Not in the middle, but on both ends. So if you're standing on one side... Where the announcer's booth is, you can watch them coming straight at you. So I mean, it's 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 pretty cool how that how that uh, how that's going to work. We're excited about it, and like I said, spread the word. Uh, September the fourth, twenty twenty one, Kirk Fortis Equine Center on the fairgrounds um, in in Jackson, Mississippi. Gates opening at. Uh, at 7 a.m. on September 4th. If anybody has any questions, you can, uh, you know, hit up um, Southern Dirt Track Report and, and, and they'll get me the, the questions, or you can go to Capital City All-Star Classic on Facebook. Like I said, we'll have T-shirts and other souvenirs there for sale as well. So uh, let, let's, let's pack the place and, 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 and make carding a success on the uh, – in the state of Mississippi. Definitely, definitely. That sounds good. Y'all, that is Tim Graves there. We've got a huge race coming up. I'm excited. The Capital City Classic. It is going to be awesome September the 4th. Um, it is going to be unbelievable. I cannot wait to get there. Like, I'm excited. I'm beyond excited. And uh, we're going to be pushing this race on a Southern Dutch Arc Report. Um, from here on out, you'll see a lot of posts about it. So we will um, get to – a lot of information out about the race to the fans and the drivers out there. And uh, once again, thank you, Tim Gray, for the call. Appreciate it. All right. All right, y'all. Now we're heading to Jared Hudson, the Jared Hudson, the Hudson, um, not the Hudson Bay, but the Jared Hudson show. Um, Jared will be talking about the deep south in the Tri-County. What's up, Jared? What it do, man, let's get to racing this weekend. This is rated R for Redneck, rated R for racing. So, both tracks are racing this weekend, Tri-County Speedway and Deep South Speedway. So, let's start at Tri-County Speedway in the little Redneck community of Pollard, Alabama. We're going to start there first. 
Well, this weekend they got, oh, well, they just released their new The Swamp T-shirts. Go pick you up a T-shirt at the racetrack. They look super cool. Different colors, uh, sizes. Four, uh, the smaller starts at 14. Go up for there. You can grab yours pink or orange this Saturday, $15. Pretty cool. So looking at the Facebook, back this Saturday night, Open versus IMCA Challenge Race. Uh, this is really cool. So minimum weight would be 24.50 for either car. No spoilers, of course. Tire rule would be IMCA G60 or the KK704. As with tire situation grooving and siping would be allowed in all four corners. Pill draw for the heat race position. Heat race finishes determine the feature starting line. $1,000 to win. Also on schedule, Crate Racing USA 604 late models, street stocks. 602 late model plus pure stocks. Uh, the impact zone photos, bomber class is racing, snare cars, and the slingshot. Kitty ride intermission. Pits open at 3. Uh, racing starts, of course, as always, at uh, 7, or no, excuse me, 6. And then all the main events start at 7. And it's really cool. So I want to see an IMCA car beat a UMP modified. It can be done. I want to see it done. I would be tickled to death to see an IMCA car spank a UMP modified. The UMP modified has got more horsepower, you know, a little bit more higher-end car. It can be done. I've seen it, but not locally, so that would be cool. And go out and support the days this weekend. they got some awesome racing back this Saturday night. $1,000 to win for that modified race. You do not want to miss that. So we're going to jump on over to the redneck town of Logsley, Alabama, and we got the USCS Outlaw Thunder Tour. Mr. Pete Walton himself will be in the building with his USCS Outlaw Thunder cars, and they have a huge, huge lineup of sprint cars coming of the Summer Sizzler two-night show Friday night and Saturday night. Friday night, all local classes plus the factory stops, by the way, I'm pulling for Chris Hartman, Team Hartman Racing for a Cure. Look up our page. Uh, the factory stops racing Friday night. They will not race Saturday night. And then we have the <clears throat> Junior Bombers, Tuners. And then Saturday, we have Modifieds, Street Stocks, Pure Stock, and Tuners. And, of course, the USCS 360 Outlaw Wing Sprint Cars. You have uh, 13-time USCS champion Terry Gray. Danny Smith going to be in the building. There's so many big-name drivers. I, I personally want to see Jordan Mallett there race. Uh, I'd like to see Jordan Mallett win it. Uh, I met him first of the year at Deep South Speedway. Super awesome guy. He's sponsored by Water for Christ, which is a cool sponsor, because I asked him about that. And he said Water for Christ is a ministry that his church does where they sponsor and put drinking wells for water in Africa to support the uh, country of Africa. And that's a really cool ministry to do, you know, and and I, I support them in that group. And there should be a lot of other good cars coming to see. Let's look at the list here. Michael Miller, Miller Time, he's another one of my favorite drivers. I met Michael Miller, and I will never forget, I got his autograph. I got Morgan Turpin's autograph on a Frisbee a few years ago at Deep South Speedway. And Michael was the coolest cat, man. He got I got my picture made with him, and I told him, I said, man, I hope you win that race. He won that race in dominating fashion, and he was so happy. He got on top of his race car and started dancing. 
Now that's what I like to see. I'm not I'm not a big fan of just oh, eh, it's just another race win. No, get excited. You just want to race. That's a big deal. If I you know if I ever get a race car, no matter how many wins I get, I'm gonna be excited. Be as excited as that fat kid at buffet line on Valentine's Day. So we got Jeff Willingham, Ripping Mississippi, coming in to race at the USCS Summer Sizzler. Oh, there's so many. 25th anniversary. Oh, okay, that's awesome. So it's the 25th anniversary tour. Jeff Willingham, another good driver. Arlington, Tennessee's Alex Lyles. Oh, God, yes, just so many cars. And Miss Pete Walton is a super good guy. So be sure and go thank Miss Pete Walton and thank him for putting on these shows. And one thing I really like that they do is they pray after every driver's meeting or before every driver's meeting, they always pray. That's really big with me because I have a outdoors ministry I run. So that's that's really cool. And everybody needs prayer. And so y'all come on out to Deep South Speedway this weekend and watch the Outlaw Thunder Tour race of 360 sprints. I want to see more track records broken this weekend. I think it can happen with the sprint cars. Um, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. won one of the races. I think it was the Friday night race earlier this year. And I don't remember who won the Saturday night portion. May have been Jordan Mallett. But uh, it's a good group. Go support Mr. Billy Robertson and race director Bill and Mitch Chichera. Great group of people. Uh, it's a really, really fine facility. So, And uh, it's going to be some Jared, good racing. <clears throat> Jared, um, so this race coming up this weekend, it's a Friday-Saturday race. Is it two full shows, or how are they working that out for Friday-Saturday? All right, so let me look at this right here. Friday and Saturday, July 30th, 31st, two huge nights, Summer Sizzler. All right, so Friday night is just the Pure Stocks, Junior Bombers, Tuner Cars, and the Factory Stocks. So it's a full show except for they're not having the Street Stocks, the Modifieds, or the 604s, 602s. And then Saturday night is modified street stocks, pure stocks, and the tuner division. So it's two full two full nights, just different classes each night, except for the pure stocks. Pure stocks are on both nights. Sweet, sweet. So the, so the sprints will be running two full shows. That's going to be um, fun to watch over in Lossley, <clears throat> Alabama. And you got to watch out for Derek Kane Long. Kane is one of the favorites. He's one of my favorites. Uh, I think Kane's going to take the championship this year, but Wesley King, Wesley King is T-U-F-F tough. Wesley King won it last year, and Derek finished second. And also, you got my friend Tanner Palmer is up there, too. He's really good. There's so many good drivers in that pure stock division. But if I had to give one word of advice to Derek, uh, is I would say the force is strong with you, because anybody that knows Derek, he's got a Star Wars-themed race car. So maybe Luke Skywalker will be riding with you this weekend. <laughs> baby, baby Yoda. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if, hey, let me tell you, if, if, if he had C-3PO riding in the seat next to him, he could get all the wins he wanted. <laughs> yep. So, um, that is Jared Hudson, y'all. Any any last words you want to say? I just want to tell everybody to go to church on Sunday. Because I always, I always do it every time I go live at the racetrack. I always sign off of this on my live. I tell people, go to church on Sunday because God bless me to be able to be at the racetrack. You know, 
if he blesses me to be at a racetrack, I'm going to be at church praising him on Sunday because he couldn't have let me go to that racetrack for that race. And I always tell people, God loves you and Jesus saves, and that's the best thing you can do right now is find God and Jesus. Amen. Amen on that. All right, y'all, that is Jared Hudson. That is our South Alabama report. Uh, big, big nights coming up for Deep South. Two nights of racing there, Friday and Saturday. Sprint calls Pete Walton, one of the best in the business. Uh, his USCS Thunder Tour heading to Deep South this weekend. And um, Tri-County's got um, all kinds of good things going on over there as well. So um, thank you, Jared, for the call, and we appreciate it. All right, y'all, we are now going to move north. We're heading north I-55. We're going to Greenville. Greenville Speedway, what is up? What's up, Marty? How's it going, bro? Oh, man, just another night, another night. How are man, you? Is it what's going on is over it, at Greenville? And, um, is, it, is it hot down in Louisiana already? Oh, man, it's hot. It's, it's hot. I'm telling you. Son, it, it swear blood, sweat, and tears up here in the Mississippi Delta. We ain't on 55. We're on Highway uh, 82 right there going into Greenville. There's Highway 1 and Highway 82. They intersect right there on the Mississippi River, and that's us right there off of Highway 82. We are the Greenville Speedway. I am Jake Dillon, and I have the Jake Dillon Show every Saturday night, weather permitting at the Greenville Speedway. I do a little amounts on the road, but mainly I stay at home with the lights are on with Jake Dillon there all the time. Uh, it was really humid, really hot last Saturday. Uh, we had 42 cars show up for a weekly show. We run modified and put them on the on the schedule. Uh, we had a bunch of guys come out of Arkansas and had one guy come out of Louisiana, Haynesville, Louisiana, and run with us last weekend with a modified. But it was a local guy that pulled the show off. He showed up late, Mr. Race Taylor, in the 12 cars. He uh, he pulled in the gate when they were taking they were taking their hot lap session, so he didn't get to make that. He he come out in the heat. And went from the back up to the front, and it was door to door for Mr. David Birchfield. And uh, like I say, he he come out and put on a show come feature time, man. He he jumped out front and, and led every lap of the modified race. Uh, the crate we had forty two cars in the house. We had six crate cars because you know also checks they put on a big race, five thousand win I think it was last weekend. So we had a bunch of guys travel that way. Uh, we had our local guys stay here with. Our, my brother's car was here. Uh, Chris Shawa was here. Christian Shambles, Bill Shawa, and Carl Kilgore, believe it or not, climbed over in his son's car the other night. Uh, he had to pull the 602 out and put a 604 in it because his son said it wasn't fast enough. Uh, and Carl is our track owner and, and made a bunch of laps around that track in hobby cars, street stocks, factory stocks, you name it, over the years. Well, Dad had to show him he ain't lost his touch. Uh, me and my brother was at the shop early Saturday morning because it was super hot. And uh, he told me, to Justin, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to show up tonight for our grandpa. I said, all right. He, uh, he went out there and he quit time, said quit time, and he led every lap of the heat and every lap of the feature. And Carl run a, a close second, but he said he just didn't have enough. I told him next time he climbed over the race car, he's going to have to borrow my glasses. Uh, the little, little guy we were talking about last week on your show, Jonathan Bates, uh, Jimbo Wrinkle's grandson, he brought a brand-new little VaporTech hot shot, a little front-wheel drive out last week, and was rolling already. Believe it or not, it pulled. The, he was going so fast it pulled the, the lugs through the tire, and the tire went over the wall. 
bad it was a bad deal for him, Art, but being an announcer and keeping the fans on their toes because we had a bunch of fans come out and fight the heat. And man, like I say, fans are what makes the racetrack. It's not the racers or the race cars. If it ain't fans, it's not. That's why I go out there every Saturday night or Friday night. It don't really matter. Uh, what day of the week it is. I don't know if we're going to get to do a whole lot of racing. We're off this weekend, which we'll be back in action next weekend at the Greenville Speedway. I don't know, Artie, if my wife, she, she's biting a bullet thinking they Dillon's going to go racing this weekend, but it's, it's our anniversary, our wedding anniversary this weekend, so I don't know if I'm going to get to go. may load her up and go to the coast. may go catch a race at Outlaw. I ain't been there yet, but we may go down to Outlaw this weekend and watch that MSCCS race. Uh, but like I say, we had a bunch of good – we had – 15, 16 factory stocks the other night, and uh, Jay Downs, down the fair facility car, a local guy, they had five cars in the race, believe it or not, Artie, and that's strong for a local shop running that many cars in one class. Uh, him and his brother both were leading in the heat race, and uh, come out, well, he won one heat, we run two heats of them, he won one heat race, his little brother won the other heat race, they started side by side. And you know, like I know, Artie, if you have any brothers or sisters, it gets more competitive when you're sitting beside your brother or sister than it ever does with anybody else. It don't matter who it is. Because you got to have bragging rights for the shop come, come for a week. Well, they took off, and like I say, little brother led him for a little bit and had a brake road explode. So Jay Downs did get to pull off the win. But Josh Jennings, uh, which is – you met, I think you met Aaron and Miss Cheryl. They uh, work up in the booth with me, They're our scorekeeper and our lead track lady who does all the – Race, uh, race fever. If the racers don't know, the uh, we put a makes everybody wear race fever in their ears so they can hear us up in the booth. And Miss Aaron Jennings, his little brother, had a bad wreck a couple weeks ago. Well, they got the car back together and come out there and he runs second, which was really impressive knowing that they had to put a whole front end up, up under a car. But those cars made a bunch of laps around the Greenville track. Oh, it was his daddy's car, believe it or not. And we were sitting there talking, and he said, man, I have had, I know, about 45 feature wins in that car before my son got it. My son done had, I know, 20 as well. I said, man, that's impressive. Because to keep a car going that long, already, that's, that's preserving your equipment and taking care of your equipment. They can say them late models that get outdated and they put them out the faster, but them old factory stocks and street stocks don't get outdated. They just get lighter and faster, obviously. Uh, the Street Stock Series, which is Crate Racing USA, thanks in class there in Greenville. Uh, Carl Stanley Kilgore in the 999 Lee's Body Shop, who does sponsor the class, he went out there and put on a show for the fans uh, and won him a heat and feature this past weekend. And when I tell you that boy was rolling, he was he was turning almost crate late model times in the street stock. The track was hooked up, uh, dry slick, slicked off, and I'm talking about you threw a hooking and booking around the top side. Everybody wanted to get to the top side. And it was a fight for for the finish on the top. Uh, hopefully, we're gonna get the next race in. It's gonna be the same way. We've got a couple spotty showers. You know, with the humidity up in the Delta. If you ain't ever been up here, with Artie has, he knows every time he comes, it rains because the humidity is <laughs> so high. Man, look, we were sitting there, and I was sitting there in the booth, Artie, because Pete Walt was supposed to come a couple weeks ago, and uh, like I say, it got rained out. Y'all had one of your guys was coming up to watch the race, and he got three miles from the track and rained out on. Him. Uh, <laughs> the thing about it is, is we were sitting in the booth and we had a couple fans that stayed there. You know, we had a spot shower come up and all it did was help water the track and get it, get the dust knocked off. Cause man, as soon as it passed by, we was rocking and rolling and we got it in. We were in and out of there before eleven o'clock the other night. Um, but the one to talk about, believe it or not, two weeks in a row, my little nephew Landon Parker 
He done come from the back to the front and won him two of them feature races in them little hot shots. Which you met Landon Wallace. I bought the car from him down in Jackson and brought it up here. And then my best friend, we just made it look like brothers, been partners 20 years, 25 years. A.C. Parker Jr., we redone the car. At least Body Shop helped us redo the car. And little Landon and my brother was riding shotgun with him in that little vapor shack. Uh, hot shot. You think that may have tied up in a bad wreck. And uh, we took a 555 backhoe, me, him, and his daddy, and we straightened the car out. And he went out there and won again with it. So I told him, I said, man, I said, it's time to put that boy in a factory stock or a street stock because he is a wheel man for sure. If you can come from the back to the front with 12 cars on the track and you ain't but 13 years old, that, that's something to talk about already. I don't care who you are. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No uh, doubt. That's the future right there. Well, that, that man, that's that's what I'm getting at. If I, I, you met my eight year old. You seen his car in Jackson, and he's nipping at the bud to get out there. Which I let let my first cousin drive a Saturday night, and he runs second behind Landon. You know, I told him I said go out there, but if you can if you can beat him, beat him, but don't you know rough him up. And, and he knew what time it was. That little boy, he couldn't catch him. That boy had to put had his foot on the radiator. Man, when you talk about an announcer's dream and a 13-year-old kid out there stepping and fetching, oh, he was getting it. He looked like a super late model driver watching them kids race. And that's like Jim O'Rinkle told you a couple weeks ago, Artie. That's what Jay Dillon's show is about is the kid, man. Uh, and I hated to see little Jonathan Bates lose the wheel and tire because when I, cause when I tell you it's going to be a race, it's going to be a race come feature time Saturday night. Uh, I hope to see a bunch. Did we lose him? Might have lost him there. Artie, we did lose the guest. We did, we did lose the guest there. Okay. All right, y'all. That's Jay Dillon with Greenville Speedway. Um, Jay Dillon, we lost your phone call. Um, he was down to about 30 seconds as well. So um, that If he is, calls back in, we'll, we'll, we'll plug him in, Artie. Okay. That is Greenville Speedway right there. And um, – um, old Jay Dillon, the Jay Dillon Show. Every Saturday night, you, as that Greenville is open, you can go hear the Jay Dillon Show every week right there in Greenville Speedway. All right, Chris, tell us what's going on. Uh, he just texted me. He said, he, I lost you. And he will see us next Thursday night. So Jay Dillon will be back on um, next Thursday night. Um, y'all check him out, Greenville Speedway. Now we're talking with Chris Creighton himself, y'all. We are going to be talking why not Motorsports Park, the House of Hook. What's up, Chris? How how about you there, Artie? Good to be on here on this uh, hot and muggy southern Thursday night. Uh so we uh, we did the Dern thing this past weekend. Uh, we got a good we got a show in. You know, being with the weather the way that it was all weekend, I'm surprised any any racetrack in Mississippi uh, was able to race. But I tell you what, that just shows the pure diligence that these guys uh, put forth when they get ready to uh, lay down the track. So uh, we were great grateful uh, to get in our last regular season show of the year uh this past saturday night and uh i'll have some uh some rundowns for them as well as the point system uh the the at track champions will be mentioned uh here as as well so um let me get right on into 
the results on the Crate Racing USA dirt late model side. Heat one was won by Jamie Boland. Casey Haney was second. Jimbo McDuffie finished in that third spot. Heat number two, Monty Skinner picked up the win. Rodney Wayne knocking on the door, finished second. And Jason Henry out of Brandon, Mississippi, finishes in that third spot. Uh, that was the heat races. Turn to the feature time, and it was nothing but the Green Bandit. Uh, Monty Skinner, that capital race car, represented well. Uh, he took home the victory. Did it in extreme fashion. Uh, second place went to Casey Haney. And Jimbo McDuffie uh, rounded out your top three. A note there, Chris McElhaney started the race and uh, made some contact, I believe, with the 127 of uh, Josh Parkerson. Uh, and uh, it, it killed his race night. Uh, but he was he, – he, before we get to it, he's leading the points, the at-track points, in a very close race uh, with Tim Dees and Jamie Bowen. So we'll get back to that, those results here in just a moment. Crate Racing USA Sportsman Late Model Class is heat number one. And I'll tell you what, Artie, this is, this is an awesome class. They put on a great show every weekend. Eric Mazingo out of Toxie, Alabama, was driving Lightning McQueen, and Lightning McQueen was. Uh, he put uh, a stretch out there on Bailey Callahan in the 20 machine out of Ware, Mississippi. Tony, the junkyard, Shelton, I found Mississippi, finished in that third spot in heat number one. Heat number two, Ellie Mae Hughes, fresh out of retirement, back doing what she loves to do, driving a race car. Uh, looks solid in heat race number two. She picked up the win. Fox McLeod, uh, he picked up uh, a second-place finish. And Campbell Hughes, driving an 11C, don't believe any relation to Spencer or Ellie Mae Hughes, uh, but nonetheless, he drove like he was a Hughes, finishing in the third spot in the heat race. Go to the feature time. Bailey Callahan, man, oh, man. That dude jumped on the rail, son. He took off, man. Where Mississippi will be proud of him. He brought home a victory at the House of Hook. Ellie Mae Hughes, I told y'all, She's out of retirement and looking for blood. Ellie Hughes finishes second in the nine machine. Eli Thomas out of Mendon Hall, Mississippi. He finishes in the third spot for the feature race for the Crate Racing USA uh, Sportsman Late Model Class. In the Crate Racing USA Street Stocks, we've been keeping an eye on Lee Ray, the points leader of the Crate Racing USA Street Stocks. And, boy, oh, boy, if we open the gates, Lee Ray's been there all year long. Ben Stevens, yo. Ben Stevens. Let me ask you something, Marty. Have you ever seen Ben in anything but a modified? Nope. Okay. All right. Me neither. I've been around for about 10 years. Ben Stevens jumps in a street stock, the 18B of Andrew Bulware's machine. Summerall, Mississippi's proud. Uh, he, he takes heat race win number one. Joseph Joyner from Hunts of Front, uh, after uh, racing in the super late model uh, class at Hattiesburg on Friday night, he jumps over into a street stock owned by Michael Williams, the 19 out of Milton, Florida. Joseph Joyner uh, finishes second in heat race number one. Mark Thorne out of Galleon, Alabama, uh, finishes in the third spot in that 24 car. So heat race number two, Lee Ray. We told you about him. He's still there knocking on the door in the 2R. He picks up heat race win number two. Uh, heat race two, he picks up the win. Kevin Spears, man, where has this guy been 
The last time we seen him, he was in the 9-1-1. I believe that was 2013. Could have been 2014, but I believe 2013 was the last time we seen Kevin Spears. Glad to see him back at the track from Fayetteville, Alabama. He comes home. Hey, it was like he was never gone, finished second place. Jeffrey Walker. He wasn't in the truck. He was in the Wayne Metters mobile, uh, the car, but he finished third, and he raced number two. Going to the feature time, and it was a good one. Lee Ray, he muscles his way. That's two wins in a row. Can he get three? Can he get three in a row? If he were to win three races in a row at the House of Hook, guess what important race it would be that he would be able to solidify his name in. That's right, race fans, the big one, the Southern Street Stock Nationals Trophy. That's right, Lee Ray is going for his third win at this racetrack, and it's going to be the big one, the Southern Street Stock Nationals presented by Street Roofing and Siding. So uh, Ben Stevens, man, I mean, he went straight. He drove that uh, street stock just like a modified, went to the top. He finished second. Mark Thorne out of Galleon, Alabama, once again, he finishes in the third spot. Just a, a quick note, Joseph Joyner, he finished fourth from Hunt the Front, and Logan Bright. Some bright eyes on this kid right now, I promise you. We're all looking. Logan Bright uh, finishes uh, in the fifth spot for the street stocks. On the factory stock side, guys, I know these uh, these guys are gearing up for the big race as well. Chris Howell was not in the UFO. The unidentified flying object. This time he had him a, a little like a metric race car. Columbiana, Alabama's Chris Howell picked up heat race win number one uh, at the House of Hook in the factory stock class. Trevor Yates out of Brandon, Mississippi, finishes second. Chris Reeves in the 420, uh, uh, 420 special, Allen Green special, uh, finishes in this third spot in heat race number one. Heat race number two, Blaze Chatham, wild thing. Donna, Donna, you make my, all right, my carburetor <laughs> ring. <laughs> Blaze Chatham in the 14th <laughs> takes takes heat race number two win. Scotty Dial out of Columbia, Tennessee. We know he's dialing in his race car. Little little pun there. Uh, Trey Murphy, man. Golly, can we see it again? Trey Murphy. I think he's been mentioned at every show that we've had so far this season. Trey Trey Murphy finishes uh, in the top three in heat race number two. Come feature time, though, Trevor Yates stretched it wide open, son. He got the win. It was a close battle, too. We had three cars battling for the win, lap traffic. Uh, was the case that they gave me. So uh, uh, Trevor Yates stuck it where nobody else would go, and he wound up victorious with, I believe, his second win this year at the House of Hook. Blaze Chatham, a great finish. He needed this, guys. Blaze uh, had a a good win earlier in the season, been struggling ever since, Uh, had some mechanical issues and and whatnot, but he was back uh, to his old self. Wow, thing. Da-da-da-da. And smoke them all. Chris Reeves, big head. In the 420 Allen Green special out of Linden, Alabama, he finishes in that third spot. So we go to the hot shots, and guess what, guys? Blake Hatfield, he did it again. This time, nobody showed up but Blake Hatfield. So we threw Blake Hatfield in with the modifiers, I think it was. Man, oh, man. No, it was well, – well, where did we put him at? I think we put him in with the modifiers racing. But anyway – uh, he got him a couple of laps to be able to take in. Somebody come race this guy, man. I swear. So, open wheel modified. Open wheel modified. 
Uh, Heat number one, Paul Robinson out of Tupelo, Mississippi, finished first. Dale Taylor second. Cameron Williams making a name for himself uh, out of McLean, Mississippi. He finishes in the third spot. It was only one heat race for the Modifieds. In feature time, Dale Taylor in the 53. Let me tell you something. That's a good side boy right there. Dale Taylor, I don't know if that was your first career win, but by God, buddy, you come to the right place to put that 53 in victory lane. I've been watching you, and I sure as heck uh, wasn't surprised when you put that thing in victory lane this weekend at the House of Hook. Paul Robinson, man, he was right there from Tupelo, Mississippi. He finished his second. Cameron Williams in the third spot. Uh, that will be the open wheel modified. Southern Outlaw Midgets were there. And he raced number one. Frank Beck picks up the win. Scott Kraft out of Enclee, Mississippi. And Blake Carrier uh, from Louisiana uh, in the 44C finishes in the third spot. Feature time, Bobby Z racing the, I believe, mini sprint in with the Midgets. He comes from the back and put a stomping on these boys. There was a notable wreck. I believe it was Kevin Byam. He was leading the race. Nope, it was Frank Beck that was leading the race. And uh, had a nasty flip. Uh, actually, and, and believe it or not, you know, we talked about the, 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 the not-so-perfect uh, weather that we had. Rodney Wing and staff went right out there after the, uh, after the uh, heat races, and he completely relayed down a whole new track surface. Uh, and so it was not uh, track surface that created that issue. Uh, it was just a pilot error. So um, Blake Carrier, second spot. Carter Taylor, second spot. Bobby Z picks up the win. That concludes the uh, regular season there. So with that being said, let me, uh, let me get you on over here to the point side. Because uh, uh, Chris McElhaney, I tell you what, I told you all earlier, Chris McElhaney had a situation where he, he got himself in trouble early in the race. He wins the Great Race in USA, well, at track uh, championship, at Wyandotte Motorsports Park track championship, by 12 points over Tim Dees and 14 points over Jamie Bolin. So that was a tight race between those three guys uh, in the Great Race in USA dirt late model point at track points. Great Race in USA late model sportsman, Tony Ratcliffe, uh, he's your winner. He's your points winner. Jeffrey Walker picks up another uh, at-track points championship. Chris Reeves, that 420 Allen Green special, uh, thanks to the Crawford family, uh, Magnum Trucking, uh, and all for, for, for standing behind Chris all year long and representing Allen Green. He is your at-track champion. Smoke up, boys. Uh, Blake Hatfield out of Selma, Alabama, picks up the uh, Hot Shots and Oberwell Modified, Robert Cassida. Uh, he is our at-track uh, points winner uh, for the season. So I know most of you know, guys, we've got a big one coming up. It's called the Southern Street Stock Nationals. It's the ninth annual. It's presented by Strength Roofing Inside. You can find it in Crate Racing USA TV. I know I've gone over by just a few minutes. I just did not uh, have the energy tonight. Man, it's so darn hot, Artie. I just didn't have the energy tonight to, to go as fast as I normally do. But uh, that's uh, that's the updates. I know th- this is the big. Hey, I see it on Wayne, the back of Wayne Matters' car a long time ago. It's the Southern Street Stock Nationals. Y'all coming? Cause I'm gonna be there. Yeah, you're right. Street Stock Nationals. I I can't believe we, we're we're working and um, this race has been going on for a while now, and um, 
it's just getting bigger and bigger every year. And now they took the other classes, so now it's like showcase street stocks and factory stocks, pure stocks. Uh, so that that makes it even that much better, I believe. Oh, for sure, Artie, for sure. Uh, shout out, man! Great show that you got going on here. Uh, uh, shout out to the 110 Nation family, 110nation.com, 110nationsports.com. That is the mothership for all this. For our show, Race Chat Live, for your show, Southern Dirt Track Report, the 110 Nation show. Artie, I want to give a shout out real quick. Look, guys, if you if you want to create a radio show and you want to be able to get out and you want to be able to, uh, to 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 lock right into the podcast and stuff, get a hold of us at 110 Nation. We've got some open availability. We've got some time slots that we can fill you in. We will bring a, a trained staff that will make your show better. I, Artie, you already seen what we can do for you. Uh, you're a living testament of what we can do over here at the 110 Nation family. We appreciate you representing us uh, every Thursday night uh, with this awesome little show. I'm going to turn it over to the next guy. who's who. I, they call me the dirtiest voice in the South. I don't know what they call this cat daddy that's coming on next. But I like the way that he rolls, Daddy. So I'm going to turn it on over here to, uh, I believe, your next guest, uh, Landon Wallace. What is up, Landon? Can you hear me now? Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh, 2825. He's not in. Wait a minute. He's not not in. Uh, Let's see if this could be him. Hold on. Wow. Hello. No. Hello. Well, Landon. Okay, so we know this number is uh, a later guest. Six seven nine one. Um, no, Landon Wallace. Six seven. Six seven nine one. Uh, you're you're on the air. Southern Dirt Track Report. Hello, how are you? Yeah, 6791 is is not speaking. So we're going to put them on hold there. Uh, Artie, we don't have our guest in at this point in time. uh, All right. Um, if you could if you could send me the uh the number real quick or, or get a hold of Landon and send him a message real quick and let him know that uh yeah, I'm sorry for taking a little too much time there. I may have made him mad. You know you know how us announcers are, you know. We get we get uh <laughs> we get testy every now and then, you know, we're like, Hey man, he's taking up too much time, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I um I told him he was on deck at eight thirty but he never seen it, so he never did look at it. So I'm not sure what's going on. With Landon, um, we talked early in the week. He said he was ready to do it. So, uh, well, well, I definitely tur- uh, had it uh, mic'd up to turn it over to him. Uh, but uh, so we do, uh, we do have your next guest in the studio. If they would like to go ahead and come on to the air, uh, I believe it's going to be Kevin Mitchell, your driver. Uh, I believe one of the he this guy. I remember this guy. He, he was one of our first contestants in the Southern Street Stock National. So we're going to go ahead, Artie, and I'm going to get off this thing, and I'm going to turn it over to you and uh, see if uh, we'll, we'll see if we can get, can get this interview going. All right. All right, y'all. we got Kevin Mitchell, Josh 602, I believe, um, over in Southern Raceway. Kevin, what is going on? Oh, man, we're in the shop tonight. We, uh, we've got the dirt car unloaded, and uh, we've got the – 
asphalt sportsman car on the lift, and we've been trying to get it ready to go to the Five Flag Speedway this coming week to do some testing, and uh, it's a new car to us, so we've been going from front to back on it. Um, the sportsman car, the dirt sportsman car, we've been running good with lately. Um, we won two weeks ago at Milton, um, the Southern Raceway, the Billy or the uh, Buddy Miller Memorial Race, and uh, this past weekend we ran second uh, to uh, J.C. Wilson. Uh oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah. I uh, the two weeks ago it, it really meant a lot to us because uh, Mr. Buddy Miller he's uh he has owned every motor that I've raced for the last five years and uh, he's done a lot for our team. He was like a grandfather to me, so it was really nice to pick up the win that night. And this past weekend we were in contention, but starting fourth is just a little too deep to uh, to do much. The track was kind of one lane due to the rain. Um, the track did a really good job of getting us the race in. Um, this weekend we're taking off. Like I said, we're trying to prepare our uh, asphalt car um, like I said, which is new to us, so we're going through it. Tonight we're putting it on the scales, and we've got every piece of the car put on the car finally so that we can see what our total weights are and, and start setting it up. Um, but that's that's kind of what we got going on. Uh, so what track do you want? Do you run at for the asphalt? Do you run at Five Flags or South Alabama? Or? Um, we're going to be at Five Flags Speedway mainly. Um, our shop is about 15 minutes from Five Flags. And it's kind of like the hub of all my sponsors, so it uh, it's going to do us well. I get all of my parts primarily through Bryant's Racing Equipment and the Bryant family that owns Five Flags. So we have a good relationship. I'm looking forward to it. I'd like to go run Mobile um, also if they put any more races on the schedule. Um, I don't think the rules – I'm still new to this asphalt deal. Like I said, I haven't even ran the car. I think Op is a little bit different rules than, than Pensacola, but um, I was very fortunate. Uh, Guy Brothers Roofing and Siding purchased this car from Billy Hoover, um, which is a locally, he owns Tatum's Towing here locally, and he, he gave us a really good deal on the car, and it's helped me a lot to get started. Um, but, yeah, we're looking forward to competing the rest of the races at Five Flags this year and the Snowball Derby. And then next year, either I will be driving the car or the owner of the car uh, will be driving it. Sweet. Um, so, so you never you never rode on the um, asphalt yet. Um, what, what is some of the things going through your head right now about what may be different and what you know? It's totally different well, today, I believe, as far as racing goes. So, um, tell us what you, what your thoughts are going into it. Yeah, I've had one race on asphalt and uh and now what is the outlaw stock class um i had one opportunity to drive one and and we stayed on the lead lap didn't wreck and so that was a good deal but i'm a little bit nervous i mean we put a lot of expectations on ourselves we try to we try to go to the racetrack 100 percent and have a car capable of winning um i feel like i've got a pretty good hot rod i feel like i need to learn how to conserve the tires um the this class runs on the the 790 which is an eight inch or seven inch tire so coming from dirt 
I feel like I could over abuse these tires if I'm not careful. Um, that's the only thing that's got me nervous. I know we've got a pretty good hot rod, and I've got uh, great people working on it. Um, John Ruse that helped Steve Buttrick dominate this class a few years ago helps me all the time. And uh, DG Performance, Derek Griffin out of Pensacola, he's doing my shock work and helping me on my setup as well as far as Craig and also Craig Hall. Um, one of our car owners on our dirt car, uh, Todd Blizzard, is doing our motors, which he owns Coastal Engine and Machine. Um, he's been checking the motor out and making sure it's ready to go. So I'm nervous, but it's more self-induced. Um, it's a fun ad- adventure for us. Um, we've got a lot of partners that have come on board to make this happen and make it where I can afford to do it. Um, we put a lot of effort into our our dirt program. And this past year, we bought a we bought a new XR1. So it took a lot to get that going. Um, I plan to run some 604 races later in the year and move up from the 602 class, uh, which the only reason is we've been lacking some car count in our area lately, and the 604 seem to have a little better car count. But as long as we're at the racetrack, we've got it made. Definitely, definitely. I see that you're um, leading points right now at Deep South Speedway. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Um, we, uh, I've won two races over there this year. We won a big 1,000-to-win uh, race for the Chandler Shaw Memorial earlier in the year, and I won another local race there. Um, I think the worst we have finished this year was fourth, and that was our first night in the XR1 at Deep South. And then at Milton, we've uh, we've run three times. I've ran third, second, and first. Um, and then we, we raced Tri-County a little bit up in Bruton. Um, I've ran there. Uh, twice this year, I ran, I think, second one night, and no, I ran third one night and won the opener. So we've had a, a pretty good year on dirt. Um, haven't had the car tore up. Haven't had to really replace any parts. So that's a that's a big win. Definitely, definitely, yeah. It's, it, it it always helps to come off the track and in one piece and not um, not all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I think Deep South this weekend has uh, has two nights of sprint cars racing Friday night and Saturday night, and they put us on the schedule for Friday night, but I have prior obligations, um, so I'll be missing this Friday. I, I try to tell everybody I don't race for points. I just race for fun, and whoever pays the most money, that's where I'm going. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I do agree with that. Um, so tell us about um... – you know, you got some big things coming up. Uh, we know that you, you're going to start an asphalt car. Um, you're going to go, you know, you're moving up to the 604s possibly um, in the dirt track world. Um, tell us about your 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 past um, before you got into that 602, um, what you were driving then, and, and, you know, tell us about how it all started. Yeah. We, uh, we started – I started um, – I used to work for Eddie Mercer, and – on asphalt, we I traveled with them a little bit and then worked for Stevie Mercer, and I've worked on a bunch of cars. Well, when I finally got a job that I could afford to go racing, uh, we built a, a pure stock car and started at Flomathon. And the first year, we ran second in the points, and 
we won a couple races. Uh, the first race I ever won, I got I got DQ'd. They needed a fishing pole to find the tool down in the carburetor. It was, it was a little over big. And uh, that was a borrowed piece, by the way. But <laughs> the second year, I think we won eight races at Plumerton, eight features. And um, the next year after that, we built a street stock car. And we won, I think, 12, no, eight the next year at Plumerton. Then we won 12 features the next year with that. And then that's whenever Neesmith uh, came along. And uh, they track, we, everybody in our area went to the, the Crate Racing USA rules, which used to be Neesmith. And uh, yeah. we started traveling. The first year we raced local, um, pretty much trying to figure the car out and all. No, yeah, we raced local. We won a couple races, and then we started following the Mississippi Street Stocks on all the South races. And I ran third a time or two. I ran fourth a bunch. Um, I never won one of them, but I think one year we qualified third out of 90-something at the at the Street Stock Nationals, and that was a highlight. Uh, I think the second year I was running fifth in the main event whenever we flipped. Um, and then after the street stock, we, uh, I bought a modified, we ran EMCA around here for a little bit, won the EMCA championship at, uh, Southern Raceway one year. And then I started, I sold everything and I started driving a pure stock car for Todd Blizzard. Um, and we did that for a year and won a championship. I think we won 12 features that year in it. And then we traded that pure stock for a uh, 2009 Trackstar late model. And we ran it for a half a year like we bought it. And then we took it to uh, Jamie and Mike at uh, Trackstar and had them update it. And the next year we won... uh, we we ran second in points at Deep South. We ran second in points at Southern Raceway. Uh, we won, I think, four features in it and never really run worse than third all year. Um, I think we probably ran second 15 times. Um, but very good car. Mike and, and Jamie did a really good job for us. And we uh, and then this year, like I said, we, we sold that car to a local racer that, that – it was a very good step up for him. And then I sold my modified, so we put the money together and bought us a new XR1. And I kind of felt like I could buy a car, and this one would take me for several years. Um, a lot of I've had a lot of good help with it. We've won four races with it so far this year. And it's a good piece. Um, I'm still learning how to operate it and how to, to work on it. Um Around here, we have a really, really stout uh, 602 field with uh, Dale Lucas, J.C. Wilson, um, Osmond Jones. You've got uh, Dylan Hamilton. Uh, you got a lot of, of good cars. I know I'm missing some, but they're really hard. Dustin Booth has really been turning it on this year. Uh, you got a lot of cars that when you show up, there's, there's probably five that can really win any given night. And it just depends on who starts on the front row. Correct, correct. Yeah, um, you know, starting up front is always um, definitely um, positive because I, I see a lot of people 
when they invert a field, say the top six, and the first place guy gets to go to six, uh, he, he's got to fight, and, and usually he doesn't wind up with the win. Um, pole position is, is, as you know, the best position to be in. Yeah, these cars, like the late model deal, is they're so big, and they're, they are aero, whether people know it or not or think it, they are aero independent. And locally, um, our tracks, they get narrow just because it's the conditions we're with. Um, if you go to Wynot and you go to Magnolia, they widen out and you can get two or three wide, but it's just not that way here. Um, I did get, uh, I did make a pass on the outside at Milton this past weekend and was able to pass on the inside, which was great. Um, but we've been, uh, killed with weather. It seems like lately, um, which tracks are going to have character when they have that much moisture in them. Um, sometimes it helps the race and sometimes it makes it worse, but we're all on the same racetrack. Correct. Yep. Yep. And, um, you want to um, send a shout out to any of your sponsors out there? Yeah, man. If you don't mind, uh, this new car, we've, uh, been blessed, uh, very blessed with sponsorship. And, uh, like I said, Guy Brothers Roofing and Siding, they own the car. Uh, Michaels and Booth Law Firm is on the car. David Tao Automotive, the dock on Pensacola Beach. If anybody goes to Pensacola for vacation, make sure you go to the dock. Uh, Billy Clark Bell Bonds, Performance, uh, Legal Leaf, Coastal Engine Machine, Nelson Plumbing Contractors, Miller Motorsports, Hayden Enterprises, Deering Custom Cabinets, Pensacola Air Repair, and uh, Zarin Insurance Agency. And like I said, I need to send a shout-out to Billy Hoover for helping me get this sportsman ride going. And uh, I do owe him a, a, a debt. But uh, I want to thank all my sponsors. I'm, I'm very blessed, and I hope to represent them as well as I can. Definitely, definitely. Um, you got a bright future ahead of you. Um, you I watched you several times at, at Bloomington Speedway, and um, definitely um, I can't wait to see you again. Uh, we're going to be heading that way shortly, and we'll come check you out. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much for the call. And, y'all, that is Kevin Mitchell. He is a 602 driver. Uh, he's going to play with a little asphalt, too. So um, get ready over there at Five Flags. Um, we've got some competition coming into the door right, right off the bat there. And uh, that is Kevin Mitchell. All right. Our next guest is... Hello, how are you? Let's, I do believe, I do believe the guest is Landon Wallace. Oh, Landon Wallace. Hey, what's up? What's up? Man, how are I, you? I am sweating. I am driving a broken down car on the way home. It is very interesting in Bayern, Mississippi tonight. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. All right, well, well, down, quick, quick wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you saying? Hold on. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Let me let me let me grab this one real. Are you saying that the race broke down on the way home? Because I seen the post yeah. earlier where you take your race car to work. Did it break down on the way home? It, it, it did a little something something on the way home. Uh, I'm about to go 40 miles an hour, and the front end tire breaks like a. I don't know what to. Don't know what to call it, but it's, I'm, I'm gonna make it home, hopefully. 
<laughs> Keep both hands on the steering wheel. If it, <laughs> Glenn, yeah, thank I you for it. coming on, man. Uh, I get I, we were going to slide right in uh, to your segment there uh, about 20 minutes ago, but uh, glad 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 you called in, and hopefully you get home safe, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I was, I was literally trying to figure out a quick way to fix it, and I just I straightened it, and my buddy Jay Dillon called and sent me a text when I got in the car, and he said, I'm landing. It's your time to go. I said, oh, my God, I think I totally forgot. So. But anyway, uh, so what, what we got going on already? Definitely. Tell us about what's going on at Jackson. Um, we'll give, give you about five minutes of time. Yeah, we are. Uh, this this upcoming weekend, we got the Mississippi State Championship Child Series, Super Late Models on tap. Of course, we're running our Terry Racing USA division as well. I've got the 604 Late Models and 604 Sportsmen. The street stocks, and you've got the factory stocks, and all the fighting hot shots coming up this weekend. I want to say the Mississippi State Championship Child Series race is 40 last 2,000 to win. I've got a pretty good many drivers that are already coming. I haven't posted all of them this week during doing uh doing to be so or during being so busy and I just really haven't had time this week. But uh looking like it's gonna be a good field. Uh we did a bunch of work to the racetrack this week. Track is already prepped, water fixing gone tomorrow. Uh the bleachers in the right the bleachers in the grandstands, they have completely completely uh, it's, it's almost completely done with boards. Uh, the two middle sections are brand new boards from top to bottom. Uh, we just got out and cleaned the racetrack up some. We're out mowing the grass, so we're ready for an exciting weekend. It's, 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 it's a projection. Definitely, definitely. So this weekend, Jackson Motor Speedway is running. So uh, tell us about the classes real quick. Run, run through everything that's going to be, be happening. Yes. Yeah, so. So it's going to be the Mississippi State Championship Challenge Series Super Late Models, which will be the main event this week. It's a, I want to say it's a 40 lap, 3,000 to win Super Late Model Race. And then we've got the Crate Racing USA 604 Late Models, the Crate Racing USA 602 Late Models, the Crate Racing USA Street Stock, uh, your Factory Stock, and your Hot Shot. Definitely, definitely. All right, um, uh, sorry we couldn't keep you longer. Um, but um, definitely next Thursday we'll check you out. We'll see what's going on at Jackson. We'll check out all the winners and all that good stuff next week. Absolutely. Sorry, sorry. So I'm, I apologize. I missed my segment. I hope I didn't take it too much time. But y'all pray for me so I can try to make it home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. You're in our prayers. You get home straight. Let us know you made it. All right, man. Thank you, sir. Y'all have a good one. Good right, thank you so much. All right. That is Landon Wallace. That's Jackson Motor Speedway. Um, that is a quick update from them. Um, he's having some car problems, so that's why he didn't get on uh, about 20 minutes ago or so. Uh, we hope he gets home safe and sound. Um, we're going to start off now at uh, the 9 o'clock hour. This is the final hour of our podcast, and we're going to talk um, about Eddie Willis here. Um, if you know him, if you don't know him, uh, one of the greatest people, one of the funnest people to be around um, in the racing world. You know, every time I've seen him, we, just, we joked and laughed the whole time, um, always cracking jokes. He loves singing karaoke, and I love singing karaoke. So we got along on a, on a lot of different, different things, not just racing, um, but singing karaoke. Uh, he passed away yesterday. And um, he was 64 years old 
only 14 days from his um, 65th birthday. Um, he had a 911 emergency at work, and um, it's you know it's ne- it's never easy to talk about that and um, just know that he's he's in my prayers. Uh, I love him. Uh, we're gonna miss him. Um, we're gonna miss him in Hattiesburg. The Hattiesburg family is in grief right now um, between uh, Eddie Willis and Beverly. Um, Lee, Miss Beverly, should we say? Um, you know, it's just um, it's, it's a hard time now at Hattiesburg Speedway, and I just like to reach out to everybody and just say a prayer for Hattiesburg tonight while you what, before you go to bed if you're still listening to our show. Um, you know, say a prayer for the for the whole entire team, the fans, the drivers, everybody's going to need it. And um, it's just um, it's it's a wild time there, and um, I, I'm really speechless. I've been speechless for a couple of days now. Uh, he's going to be well missed, um, both individuals. Miss um, Beverly, I talk to Miss Beverly every race. She sits in the bleachers right next to me. I sit right in front of the concession stand. She sits in the bleachers right to the right of me. We talk every race. Um, it's going to be difficult not to see her sitting there to be able to talk to her um, at the racetrack. It's just, it's just, it's heartbreaking here tonight. Uh, I've been emotional all day, and, and, and you know, it's just one of those deals that we have to live with. Um, nobody ever wants to see it, but we just have to, we have to deal with it. Everybody has different ways of dealing with it. Um, but Miss Beverly will be, will, will be missed. Um, you know, I'm, I'm like I said, I talk to her every race. It's going to be weird going to the racetrack and she's not there. Um, we send a prayer out to Shannon Lee and, and his family and friends, and just know that we we love you. Um, we we there for you. And um, if you want to call in and talk about Eddie uh, Willis, um, the phone number is going to be seven one eight. 664-9861, 718-664-9861. I did get a message uh, just a couple of minutes ago from Ron, and um, um, I think Hattiesburg is not going to be racing tomorrow. So um, we'll find out that here in just a second. Um, so if we got anybody that's calling the show, 718-664-9861. Um, Let's talk to Eddie Willis. This, 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 um, he was the guy, the kind of guy that just joked a lot and, and always had me laughing and smiling. Um, do we have anybody in the studio? That is a that that's a negative there, Ghost Rider. All right, nobody in the studio. Negative there, Ghost Rider. But uh, I do have. Uh, some points in front of us for the Crate Racing USA National Series points if we want to try to fill some time as we uh, uh, get it out there. That's, uh, this is the open lines. Uh, Oakley Johns is leading the Crate Racing USA late model, dirt late model points. He has 14 wins, uh, which would be a perfect season going on for him. Let me see if he's at that 500 mark. Well, 695, so uh, almost a perfect season there for Oakley Johns. Tyler Wood and Shannon Lee 
uh, looks like they may be tied uh, for second. Lee with 11 wins. Uh, Tyler Wood with a nine. Jeremy Item in the fourth spot. Jeremy Item has 11 wins as well. Um, and uh, I think that will uh, that'll cover that. So we'll go over here to the street stocks real quick. So far, nobody. Uh, Crate Racing USA Street Stocks. I believe we talked about him earlier. This is point season, race fans. This is point season. This is when uh, these guys, all the nitty gritty. This is where they. This is where it, they show up. You know, this is where they. Uh, some of these guys wait all year to turn up the heat, and uh, this is when they do it. So Lee Racing leader. I do not believe updated. Seven wins for Lee Race. So Tony Atwood in the second spot. Hatchet, Jeremy Bell, and Scott uh, Spurgeon, Spurgeon, Spurgeon uh, in that uh, fifth spot. So uh, normally we see a lot of our local guys, but Hattiesburg uh, definitely representing in the Crate Late Model class. Uh, but uh, some new names, new names at the top of the list of Crate Racing USA uh, national points uh, battles. Um, so far, we we don't have anybody. So, uh, you know, if you want to go ahead and start with your outro, Artie, that's up to you. Uh, we did get word that uh, it is confirmed Hasbro Speedway is 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 taking Friday night off in honor of Eddie and Miss Beverly and uh, the extreme heat. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ron um, has has messaged me and said Hasbro Speedway. Uh, with the circumstances of passing of Miss Beverly and Eddie Willis, Hattiesburg is going to cancel Friday night, uh, and he'll be posting it on the Facebook page, which I think is already up. So um, um, just keep that in mind. Um, we're praying for Miss Miss Beverly and and Eddie Willis. You know, you you pray for them while they're here. You pray for them while they're gone, and just know that um, everybody, um, you know, just pray for the Hattiesburg Speedway community, the entire community, two um, passings in two days is um, rough. It's rough for a, race, a racing community to, to have to deal with that. All right, so we're going to go. Uh, if you can call right. we'll talk about Eddie Willis at 718-664-9861, 718-664-9861. Call in the show. Give us out. Give us your best memories of Eddie Willis. Uh, if anybody wants to call in, um, that's what I kind of left the end of the show for. Um, so if you want to call in now, it's the time to call in and let's talk about Mr. Um, Mr. Eddie Willis, um, the Larry White project. So many good things he's done, and um, it's it's it's, it's um, a sad, sad day. Um, but together we can all get through this. Um, I want to talk real quick about Baton Rouge Raceway uh, since we got some time. Um, this Friday night, Friday night, July 30th, it's going to be a thousand to win. Great racing USA Street Stock Session. Really speechless. I've been speechless for a couple of days now. Open. Friday night, July 30th. Uh, racing at 8 p.m. They'll also be racing with uh, late models, pure stocks, limited mods, rookie limited mods, singers. Mini Wedge, Generation Next Limited Modified, and the Young Guns. 
Uh, Friday night, the place to be is going to be Baton Rouge Raceway. $1,000 to win Street Stock Special. Uh, get those Street Stocks there, and guess what? They just announced Topless. Street Stock Topless at Baton Rouge Raceway this Friday night. It does not get more exciting than watching these guys perform each and every week. Um, and then you get to see them actually work that car really good when they take that top off of that car, that street stock car. I'm excited to see some topless street, street stock action, and I hope that um, they all come with no lids on so everybody can watch and see what they are doing in there. So um, it's going to be a great, great night of racing there at Baton Rouge Raceway tomorrow night. It's going to be exciting. Thousand hours to win, Crate Racing USA Street Stock Special. Gates open at 6, racing at 8. Um, Baton Rouge Raceway is going to be pretty good. Um, we also, uh, let's, let's, let's talk real quick uh, about Pike County um, Speedway real quick. And um, um, they're open this weekend. I just want to get the highlight real quick. And uh, we got a caller online now that's going to talk. And um, this weekend they have 800 to win, three stocks. At Pike County Speedway, you know, um, it's going to be a good weekend of racing. Uh, it's a sad weekend of racing, um, you know, with the, with the loss of Miss Beverly Lee and Miss, Mr. Eddie Willis. Uh, just unbelievable, and um, it's it's it's, it's going to be rough for the racing family. Uh, I've been destroyed about. Both of them, uh, it's been tough to get through this show just thinking um, that they're not long, they're no longer with us. So, um, you know, I, I have a hard time with stuff like that. So, all right, we got a caller on the line. Let's 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 talk some good. Let's 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 talk um, to our caller. Hello, hey Arnie, Ernie Parker here. Hey, hey how you doing? Ernie? How you doing tonight, buddy? Hey, how uh, you doing uh, tonight? trying to hold it together. Man, I, I totally understand, man. I really appreciate what you guys are doing uh, to try to honor Eddie. Um, if you've ever met Eddie, you know the kind of person he is and just a happy-go-lucky person. Uh, him and I have been friends probably, oh, God, since the late 80s. And Actually, friends with the whole family, not just Eddie, you know, Johnny and Willie and, and what we call little Johnny. Uh, and great friends to my family as well, and it's, uh, it's a tragic loss, um, not just for the racing community, but for our local community as well. He's heavily involved with what you said, the karaoke and uh, uh, the Larry White Project. Um, he's, you know, known famously for that. And for that, I commend him and his family for what they've done. Um, it's just been tough. It's been a tough week, not only losing Eddie, but uh, Miss Beverly as well. Uh, she's been a friend of our family, the Parker family, for many, many years, not just in the racing community, but on the personal side. And it's just been a tough, tough last couple of days. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. It's It's, it's tough. Um, you know, you never want that day to come. You know, everybody's day is coming, but you just don't want to see. Right. You don't want to see. You know. Well, it's it's very true, and it's just with Eddie. You know, uh, he worked in at National Muffler, which is also a personal friend of mine, and 
And that's going to be tough for them, too. So we need to not only keep the Willis family in our prayers, but we also need to keep the McQueen family in our prayers as well. I mean, Eddie was like a son to Bud and uh, probably an uncle to Sarah. You know, that's Bud's daughter. And when you see someone every day like they have for the last, oh, God, years and years, I mean, it's just it's a close-knit family there. And it's going to be tough on them, too. Uh, so we also want to remember them. And But, gosh, that Eddie, he, he's, he's quite the character, as you well know. And if you've seen him, he's going to most likely be wearing his overalls and, and always going live on Facebook. And, man, you wasn't always ready for that. You catch me sometimes at Hattiesburg and, I'm like, wow, wasn't ready, Eddie. Kind of give me a heads up on that. But, hey, that was part of the fun with it, you know. And, uh, man, that, that's going to be difficult not seeing him around. Um, but, you know, that, that day comes, and and sometimes we're prepared for it and sometimes we're not. And this is one of those times that I don't think really no one was prepared for what happened. Yeah, it's just one of those things that's a shocker because it happened and it happened so quick. Um, oh, oh, sure, sure. You know that, that's that's the part that gets everybody. Um, oh, exactly, exactly. Um, you know, he looks healthy one day, the next day he's in the hospital. You know, it's just, it's um, right. It, it was quite a shocker to hear the news, and man, I, but you know, you try to go back and you think about all the good times you've had with that person, especially being Eddie. Uh, my fondest member with Eddie. It goes all the way back to 1992 at Hattiesburg Speedway. I don't think it's called Hattiesburg Speedway, but it was, you know, the name Golden Eagle or something. Uh, they had a race up there called the Race of Champions. Aubrey McKenzie put that race on, and they paid a thousand dollars to win every class of cars. It didn't matter. I was racing the street stocks, paid thousand to win, and I had to beat Eddie to win that race. That was my first feature win, and. Uh, there was a lot of turmoil after that race, and not so much with me, but with second on back. And Eddie was a little upset, but when he came to see me, he was as happy as if he had just won the race. And him and I talked about that race up until you know, the last time I seen him. We still talked about that race, and that meant a lot to me that he was just as happy for me as if he had won the race himself. And that meant a lot to me. Basically, I was a young kid at the time. And I looked up to him and his brothers, you know, because I raced against them. And they were the veterans of the sport at the time. And here I was, just a young kid, and they took me in as, as one of their own. And, you know, I, 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 they ribbed me, too, you know, because I wrecked a lot. And, uh, but that was part of the learning curve. And, but it was nice to have the respect from Eddie at that time. It meant a lot to me, and it still means a lot to me. Uh, but there's other stories. Uh, when he was building the Larry White Project, uh, probably got me in the most trouble I ever got with with my girlfriend at the time. I stopped by to see Eddie and, and Larry and I left my phone in the truck for like four and a half hours and next thing you know I'm riding Larry in the Larry White Project car up down the highway and I'm, of course I'm on live video with Eddie and uh, man when I got back in that truck my phone was smoking and I told Eddie, I said, man you got me in trouble. He just laughed. But that was his age. You know, he made light of the yeah. subject and uh, never made that mistake again. I get out, my phone goes with me. But uh, that's just some of the stories with Eddie, you know, and uh, just some of the things he's done within our community. I mean, our community, you know, he lived in a community called Sochi. I live in Louisiana, which is it's a very 
you know, they're very close together, small knit community. Everybody knows everybody. Um, and man, uh, it's been heartfelt just to look on Facebook and see all the people from all over the United States who's, who has officiated him with the Larry Watt project as they know him personally. And that says a lot for the man that Eddie Willis had become over the last few years, honoring his nephew, Larry. And if you've ever got to see Eddie with Larry, you understand what I'm talking about. Um, just very heart touching. And, and I really hope that Larry understands what's happened um, with his uncle. That's going to be a tough, tough field to deal with right there in itself. Um, yeah. But, man, they love each other it, it's, it's, oh, my God, yes. And if, if you ever seen Larry one time, he never forgot who you was. Um, yeah. Man, uh, that's just, that's just going to be a tough thing to deal with and to watch. And I plan on being at the service on Saturday, and I hope that Larry's able to be there as well. I'd really love to see him there and, and talk with him. Uh, he may not be able to speak physically, but, my God, the conversations we've had for the last 25 years are simply amazing. Yeah, no doubt. He's a great, he's a great, he's a great guy. He really is. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely so. And he was a great asset to uh, the track at Hattiesburg uh, the last few years. Uh, he's kind of took a break from that, you know, and done his karaoke and stuff. But when he was there as a second-tier announcer working with I think he worked with Chris and with Ron. Uh, man, he, he just added to the program. He was great interacting with the fans. Uh, everybody knew when he was coming that you was probably going to be on live Facebook. And uh, <laughs> you, just, you just knew to be ready because no telling what he was going to say and he was going to put you on the spot. Uh, but, hey, that's okay, too. I'd love for him to do it again. I wish he was here to do it right now. Yep. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, it's, um, um, yeah. So many times you see him, he walk around with that microphone. He put it in your face. Uh, he, oh yeah. You know, hey, look, talk. <laughs> That's you know right. Talk? And uh, <laughs> you talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he got me one night. Uh, he hit me up about. Uh, he had asked me who was the most famous person I'd ever flagged a race for, as far as a competitor. And at that time, it was. Uh, Ken Schrader at the time, and uh, we we laughed and joked about it, you know, because that was at Suncoast Speedway, and uh, we laughed and joked about that. But uh, you know, I've had the opportunity to flag him again this this year at Hattiesburg, uh, and Ken, and Eddie was actually there, uh, so that was, that was quite an honor. We talked about that as well, and uh, man, like I said, you just never knew what Eddie was going to come up with, and man, we're going to miss that. Yeah, um, definitely a prankster, the, the definitely a jerk, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. He's a very and, fun, very fun guy to be around. Oh, my goodness, yeah. He's, man, and I really feel bad for the last several weeks. He's called or texted me and, and asked me, you know, hey, you need to come to this karaoke with us or come meet me and Gary, which Gary Joyner, that's a really close friend of his. Come meet us for dinner at Twin Peaks or something. And usually something always came up. I couldn't go. And now I feel really mad about that, but I, I'm, I'm trying not to dwell on that. Um, but I do appreciate, you know, the effort he put forth, you know, trying to get me out of the house, you know, because if you know me, I stay home a lot. And uh, he's just trying to do what Eddie does and, and get me out of the house and come out and have some fun. And uh, 
And he did that with not just me. He did that with a lot of people. And I've talked to several people over the last day or two that told me the same thing I'm telling you that he done for them. And uh, yep. that, that, that's tough. But that's just the kind of person he was. And, um, man, it's, like I said, it's just going to be a tough deal. But we're all going to get through it, and and hopefully something good comes of it. Um, I, I don't know if Eddie had health problems. I'm not really sure. But uh, it's, a, it's a, just a sad day. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, definitely a sad day, and I, I appreciate you calling, um, Ernie. Um, you know, you have a lot of respect for me, too. Um, well, I and, appreciate uh, that. And I definitely love I love you. I love I love all the Parkers. Um, I, I love the entire racing community over at Hattiesburg Speedway. So um, yeah, thank you so much. appreciate that. Yeah, thank oh, you so you much bet, for buddy. I appreciate it. Oh, man, you bet, man. You have a good evening, and like I said, thanks again for what you're doing tonight. Uh, it means a lot to a lot of people. Definitely, definitely. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. You have a good evening. All right, All right you too. Right. Um, that's Ernie right, Parker from um, Hattiesburg Speedway talking to Eddie Willis. Um, we're going to bring on um, Chris. You there? Yeah, man, I'm here. Look, man, the first time I met Eddie Willis was the Fall Classic, I believe, of 2012. He had a guy by the name of Rodney Barber, I believe, that was driving his race car at the Fall Classic that year. And uh, if everybody knows, 2011, 2012, those were my greenhorn years. I uh, wasn't really uh, – I was, I was brought in from, from the streets, and uh, it was a challenging thing. And so, anyway – I got the the privilege to uh, go walk in the pits during the Fall Classic, and I and I stumbled upon Eddie and Rodney. They I believe they were sitting out on lawn chairs in front of the in front of the race car, and uh, me and me and Eddie got to talking, and I I never met him before, and uh, started asking me questions. Of course, you know I, I I didn't know much about the history of racing and the drivers and all that. I was I was barely new. I was trying to get to know everything, and uh, he asked me. He said. Uh, he said, uh, so have you ever drove a race car? And, and I said, well, no, sir, I've never driven a race car. He said, well, how are you going to talk about a race car if you ain't ever sat in one? And so you know what happened. He got me into a, in, in, into the seat of his race car, and uh, I'll never forget that. And, and that was just where the friendship started. Uh, he was one of the first persons to uh, call into Yellow Caution Flag Racing Radio. Um, he, was, uh, he was a guest. Uh, co-host for the very first Southern Street Stock National uh, radio podcast show that we did way back then uh, in 2013. Um, Daddy uh, helped me with the announcing there the, the latter part of my stint at Hattiesburg Speedway. Uh, he was, uh, you know, bringing the Larry White Project famous. Uh, he gave me a personal invite to be there at the viewing, and uh, we weren't able to make it, we, but we did send uh, our buddy Charles Young down there. Charles was able uh, to be there for the unveiling. Uh, Eddie put his heart and soul into making that Larry White project uh, successful. Look, we were with Eddie in Victory Lane in 2013 when he won the very first uh, Mississippi Street Stock Series race there at Hattiesburg Speedway in the 51 car. Uh, he was uh, talking about chasing watermelons earlier in the in the in the afternoon, and sure enough, I asked him there in Victory Lane. I said, hey, "Now, Mr. Eddie, did you 
do you think you were going to win when you come down here tonight? And he said, I knew I was going to win. He said, he looked at his wife and told her, he said, I'm going to win this one tonight. And, uh, and Eddie did. And uh, uh, probably one of his most proudest moments. That, that series is still around. That was an agile year. He was one of the very first winners in that series. A lot of names have been added to that list uh, in the Mississippi Street Side Series. But uh, Eddie will never be forgotten. He was contagious. His smile was contagious. Um, basically you find the adjective and some way or another, we would be able to fit that into Eddie Willis's personality. Um, it's fun, contagious, uh, outgoing, outspoken. Um, he would tell you if you did something that, that, that he didn't agree with that look so many nights coming home from racetracks from hours away from Tombstone, Mississippi, I could guarantee that I didn't have to go to sleep at the wheel because I had somebody like Eddie Willis that would talk to me about all the way home. Uh, a lot of times he was traveling back home or he had come to watch the races where we were at. And uh, Eddie was just a friend. I think he was a friend for everybody. And and as Ernie said earlier, <laughs> when you get to talking to people, you find out, wow, man, you know, our, our, our stories are all similar. How Eddie's kind of guided us into um, throughout the, the years of racing and, and talked to to people and you know it just shows the type of person that he was and he's going to be greatly missed and uh our heart goes out to the willis family and uh you know there's so many memories that uh that we that we can take away and uh you know he, he's irreplaceable and that's uh that's the story of that's my story of eddie willis i'll turn it back to you Art. Yeah, um, Eddie was um you know he'd walk with that microphone i remember the first time i met him at hasburg and I wasn't in the Southern Dirt Track before. This was years and years ago. And uh, he walked up to me. I was sitting in the concession stand getting, um, trying to get something to drink or something. And he sticked that microphone in my, in my face, and he was like, you want to talk? And I'm like, no, I don't want to talk. I'm good. And then it's live, so everybody in the whole place can hear me say, oh, no, no, I don't want to talk. I'm, I'm all right. Um, so uh, um, things like that, I will always cherish those little small moments that we've, that we've had. And um, – uh, Eddie is a is a great great man, and um, he is going to be well missed in the racing community. Like you said, the Larry White project, uh, you know, to do what he did with that on a national level uh, was just unbelievable. It all started right there at Hattiesburg, and it just grew and grew and grew, and uh, a lot of people were behind that, and it was just a, a great moment, great great uh, opportunity for a lot of people to get involved. And he made that from nothing to a huge, a huge um, event. And like you said, the, the the feeling of the car and all that. I mean, it was just just a special moment to be to be um, a part of all that. And um, that's something that I can always always take. Um, you know, he's always caring, always loving. Um, one of the nicest guys you're ever going to meet in your life um, with a smile, that, that just unbelievable smile and uh, just um, just great. Do we have anybody else on the line? If anybody wants to call in, you can call in at 718-664-9861. We're talking Eddie Willis here for the next few more minutes. Um, if you want to call in, um, you can go ahead and call in 718-664-9861. Ninety-eight, sixty-one. Um, so, um, Eddie Willis, um, Eddie Willis, 
um, passed away here. He was born on August 10, 1956, and passed peacefully on July 28, 2021, surrounded by his family. Um, friends, and, and friends are invited to join the family for visitation and services on Saturday, July 31st. That is this Saturday night at Ryman Family Funeral Home at 11-280 Three Rivers Road in Gulfport, Mississippi. Um, the services, the visitation will be from 9 to 11 a.m. with the services to follow at 11 a.m. The online guest book may be signed and memory shared. You can go to www.ryemanfamily.com. That is R-I-E-M-A-N-N-F-A-M-I-L-Y.com. Uh, share your memories there with um, with um, about Eddie and um, you know his picture on that in that obituary is um, you know you could definitely that's that's Eddie Willis there and uh, he's gonna be well missed um, lots of great stories um, I was hoping more people would call in because I'd really like to hear some more things um, but it's the common thing is to make you laugh, to make you smile, to joke with you. Um, one of the funniest guys I ever met and um, just a great, great individual. And that's something that um, we are going to miss dearly um, in the racing world, not just at Hattiesburg, but across the entire um, nation that he has touched with the Larry White Project. And uh, all his friends over at the karaoke, you know, he's very loved to sing karaoke. I love to sing karaoke. Um, and, and, you know, just a great, great, great guy. And, um, you know, sad, sad day for us. But he is up there and he is racing some of the greatest that have passed on, and uh, they're down there looking at us, going, "Man, y'all need to, y'all need to stop clowning." I'm I'm up here having the time of my life, you know. So, um, but it's sad to know that we won't be able to talk to him, having any more conversations with him, and we just gotta um, pray to the Lord and help get get him to help us um, move forward. Miss um, Beverly, like I said earlier, um, that Shannon Lee's my mom. Um, great lady. I talk to her every week, every week in the bleachers. Um, I'm going to miss that. I am. I'm going to miss her. And I, I know that, you know, they're both in a better place, but we rather them here with us. And, um, I'm definitely going to miss um, talking to both of them. Um, just a sad, sad day. But don't forget, y'all, um, Hattiesburg will be um, Hattiesburg will be closed um, tomorrow due to Miss um, Beverly and Eddie Willis passing this week. Um, Hattiesburg family is a family, and uh, we'll, we'll be at the funeral on Saturday morning. Um, 
I love you guys, and um, just know that that I do love you, and I love each and every one of y'all. Um, we're going to um, um, I'm going to be at Hattiesburg. I mean, um, uh, Baton Rouge on Friday. Saturday we'll go to the funeral, and Saturday night I'll be at Pike County Speedway this week. So um, we'll come check us out. Come say hi to me. Um, we'll be at both of those tracks this weekend. So um, weather permitting, we'll be at Baton Rouge tomorrow night, Pike County on Saturday. Uh, if something happens Saturday, um, we'll be somewhere else, probably deep south maybe with the sprint cars or Jackson um, Saturday. So we'll find a place to go Saturday. But um, as of now, we're going to Pike County Speedway Saturday and the Baton Rouge on Friday. I want to thank the 110 Nation Sports uh, for having us, this Talking Dirt show. Um, Chris Creighton, uh, I owe it all to him. And um, I love doing this podcast each and every week. It's a lot of information, and uh, it really is turning into a a great, great show. And um, I'm glad to have everybody that watched us live here on Facebook and across all of the podcasts listening stations that you can have, iHeart Radio, iTunes, um, Blog Talk Radio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podchaser, uh, there's a few more in there, um, but this this thing is going to take off. It's going to get better, even on the visual side, uh, I'm going to try to figure out things to do to make it um, better and better each and every week. Um, we got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of listeners. I listen to us each and every week. I want that to be thousands and thousands of um, people. I would love to have um, thousands of people listen to us, and we're at that point now that we're starting to make that transition. So um, we, we, we're we very blessed and, and thankful for the One Ten Nation Sports, um, um, for having us having us on, and uh, we, we're very, very, very thankful for all of our fans out there. Um, before we wrap it up, there is one more thing I want to talk about real quick. And that is on the Southern Dirt Track Report, you could become a um, – if you click on the Southern Dirt Track Report on our Facebook page and then click on the on – the, um, I'm going to pull it up so I can tell you what, what exactly it says. But you, t- you click on Southern Dirt Track Report, and right next to the big words where it says Southern Dirt Track Report, on the right side it says become a supporter. Yes, you can become a supporter now. It's $4.99 a month. We're going to do exclusive things on there that you will not be able to see unless you subscribe to our Facebook page. So become a supporter, $4.99 a month. Not too bad. You're going to get some good live videos out of it. You're going to get some good stories and other things that are going to be coming. Not just dirt track racing, but mud racing, drag racing. Um, it is going to be. Um, it's going to be a pretty cool deal. Um, you'll be able to see all that. We're going to do rodeos, all kind of different little things you're going to see. It's going to be not just about dirt track racing, but about uh, it's going to be rated all for redneck. So um, i got a guy that's going to do a fishing show on there. Um, he's going to do a fishing show on, a, on on there, you know, once a week, go out there and fish, show you what he's catching. And um, uh, we're going to have all kind of different things. So um, become a supporter of the Southern Dirt Track Report, four nine out a month. And that's it. Thank you once again to the 110 Sports Nation. We love you guys. 
and I love each and every one of y'all. We're out here tonight, uh, Thursday night, Friday night, racing tomorrow, Baton Rouge, Pike County on Saturday. We love you guys. God bless. Peace. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.